There is a podcast beyond that which is known to man. It is a discussion as vast as space and as timeless as infinity. It is the middle ground between movies and TV, between gaming and tech, and it lies between a collection of comics and the summit of our knowledge. This is the podcast of our imagination. We call ourselves the Nerdtastic Four. Welcome to the Nerdtastic Four podcast. I'm Rose. I'm Desmond. And I'm Kern. <laughs> and I'm Batman. <laughs> and apparently, we have all lost it. Yeah. <laughs> I lost it at Chris losing it because I don't know how a man can laugh that hard after the third attempt to get it right. <laughs> Look, man, I don't say I'm Rose very often. It's all you to say. I just want to know what was in that freaking sushi you guys were eating because yeah. I need some of that shit. Right. Oh. I laughed hard enough that I feel drunk. <laughs> so let's roll with the podcast. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> As always, we're going to start off with some current event news type things. Current events? Oh, current, current events. events. Yeah. Words. All right. So, last year we talked about a really cool thing, and it was <laughs> many from- really cool things. We had a year's <laughs> worth of podcasts, my man. Desmond, this is current events, not Desmond events. Right? But I'm current. <laughs> Oh, yeah. That's I'm right. Desmond. Damn it. Jim, I'm a doctor. And I'm Rose. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm Chris. I'm Chris. Okay. <laughs> I didn't do an impression of Rose. Why are you trying to do an impression of me? You should have. You know, I'm Rose. I'm Rose. No one's going to know what that means because we lost that episode. Yeah, we lost that episode. <laughs> uh, anyway, let's go. What are we talking okay, about? Okay, so the really cool thing that we did is Chris Chris kind of organized a really cool deal uh, for, for through Ind- Indiegogo, and Rooster Teeth came out with a film called Laser Team. And if you didn't see it, you you should have seen it because it was really really cool. And um, just to kind of give you some stats on uh, Laser Team, that you know that was uh, it, it was basically a crown a crowdfund movie. Uh, Rooster Teeth did they raised over two point four million on Indiegogo. And that was like, I I think that was like a record or something. I'm I'm not for sure. But anyway, through a partnership with Tug, the film also became the most successful fan driven cinema on demand film ever with over 477 screens nationwide. Holy crap, that actually does impressive. Yeah, that's actually like really good. I was sitting here like, oh. Over $1 million at the box office. Now, $1 million doesn't sound like a lot, but you got to think that these guys, they, they weren't in thousands upon thousands of movie theaters, and they, and they were only in select None of their year. money because it was crowdfunded. No, yeah, it was all crowdfunded. So, I, I organized the showing in our yeah, city. Yeah. 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 yeah I, and Chris, Chris it happened for us. And I was there. I mean, Desmond was there. Um, I, don't know, I don't think Rose got it there. But it was really awesome. But the bigger news is that they are going to make a Laser Team 2. What? So, Cole Bloom is going to join the cast. And basically what it's saying in here uh, is that after Woody, which is Gavin Free, goes missing working on a secret alien research scientist Maggie Whittington, which is Nicole Bloom, 
must recruit the former members of Laser Team, which was Bernie Burns, Colton Dunn, Michael Jones, to put her oh to join her, sorry, in rescuing their friends. It's also up to Maggie to bring the Laser Team back together and rescue Woody. And so that's basically what the what that. it's going to be going to be about. But no, it was hilarious. It was it was. I mean, I love Rooster Teeth, and, and if you don't know who Rooster Teeth is, those are the guys that brought us Red versus Blue. Yeah. And if you don't know who Red versus Blue is, you should just turn this fucking podcast off right now. <laughs> you have no business listening to Seriously, us. Seriously, go go watch it. And also, uh, yeah. if you have YouTube Red, you can watch Laser Team. Yep, just saying. Absolutely, but no. So yeah, they're making they're making a. Uh, Laser Team 2, so it's going to be awesome. It is. Uh, it was. It's, it's interesting because the end of the first movie hinted that they were going to go to space. Right. And with this description, I'm like, they're not they're going, going to space. space. <laughs> Probably because they looked at the Well, maybe because the like, aliens oh. or whatever, but. I think it's, I, I think it, it feels like it might be an in-between movie. Like, yeah. they have to save Woody first. Yeah. Then they can go fight the aliens. No, it's definitely going to be cool. Though. It sounds like it'll be sort of like a three-buddy cop Type thing. In our uh, aborted award, sh- award show, The Nerdies, I think we all agreed that Laser Team was the best original screenplay. <laughs> like, that was one of the Yeah, because there just weren't that many. No, and, I mean, there were some good ones, but that, was, yeah. That, yeah. but that was definitely. Much better than, like, uh, can't think of anything. No, Literally but, can't think of anything. But it was, it was amazing. Uh, I also oh. have a press release thing, because apparently now we're media types. What? Right. Uh, you might have all seen the Spider-Man posters. Did you guys all see the super Hell yeah. awesome Spider-Man posters that made me not want to watch the movie? Get yeah. the fuck off. Get yeah. the fuck off. <laughs> well, you know I'm not a Spider-Man fan. Is just, so I'm going to give oh, you the okay. synopsis. You're, you're forgiven for hating Spider-Man. Straight from. Spider-Man. Straight from. Exactly. Right. That's the kind of justification I so, like. Really. So you're definitely the person to read this press release. That's, that, well, it's, not, it's just a synopsis from Sony. Okay. okay. I'll ahead. tell you guys what the movie's about. I'm going to spoil it right now. Okay. Spider-Man has to fight evil. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's literally a young Peter Parker who has made, who made his essential, uh, essential, essential. Can you speak? No. Yeah, can you talk? Oh, you're like Chris sensational. now. Sensational. Oh, you're like me. I mean. Sensational. A young Spider-Man who made his sensational debut in Captain America Civil War begins to navigate his newly found identity as the web-slinging superhero Spider-Man and Spider-Man Homecoming. Thrilled by his experience with the Avengers, Peter returns home where he lives with Aunt May under the watchful eye of his new mentor, Tony Stark. Hot Aunt May. Yeah. Peter tries to fall back into the normal, everyday routine, distracted by thoughts of proving himself and more than just your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. But when the Vulture emerges as a new villain, everything that Peter holds important will be threatened. Hot Vulture. Hot Vulture. I mean, Hot let's be man. real. Michael Keaton, for a man of that age. So, yeah. Yep. He's an alright looking guy. I'm that's still waiting on Beetlejuice. That's basically what um, I expected. Yeah. yeah, no, no, they gave nothing away. Yeah. The, the newer trailer. I will see the newer trailer. Pretty yeah. sure. Whatever. It, it hyped me up more than the first one did. I felt like the first one was, oh, okay. And this one was like, oh, okay. It kind of gave away a key plot point in that, I don't know if I should say it. I mean, it's... Just say it's it. In it's trailer. in the trailer. Um, Tony Stark, the, the the spider suit that he gave him, he takes away. Because oh, he, yeah. Because he thinks he's being reckless with it. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh. So it shows him in like a, it looks like... A, oh, isn't that the... 
freaking pot calling the kettle black. Like, you're nothing without your suit, Peter. It's like, no, I actually I can only get away with it because I'm rich. So, so basically, it's like he has to prove himself without all the fancy stuff that that uh, Tony gave him. So I'm like, oh, okay. And it showed, like, I think there was a brief clip yeah. in the trailer. Yeah, no, him, like, no. He had, like, the Scarlet Spider like, crap. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, I don't know. I'm still excited. It's one of those things, I don't know. There was also that press release saying that, like, after there's this Spider-Man movie, then the next one, and then the one after that, he won't be in the Marvel Universe anymore. Wow. Who knows? Go back to being Sony. Right? I don't. I don't know if you guys heard this or not. They're making a, a Venom, Venom movie. It's supposed to be a horror film, a rated R horror film. It's yeah. a rated R movie that'll be ready by next year. That Sony's making without the MCU. It's not a cash grab, though. They're serious about this. See, what's really great about this is that people think that movie's actually going to come out. Oh yeah, no, I don't think it's going to come out. At no. All. Here's the thing: it's supposed to come out October next year. There's been no writer. Nothing. Oh, cast announced like nothing's been picked yet, and they're like, "Don't worry, we're going to hit October 2018." No, you're not. No, you're not at all. No, but the thing is, and they're totally trying to sell it. It's not a cash grab, but they also just happen to make it rated R, and Marvel won't touch it with a ten foot pole. I'm like, you're telling me Marvel wouldn't love? They're about to do Infinity Wars. They're going to have nothing left for a big baddie. They don't want Venom. Yeah, exactly. It makes uh, no sense. They don't have Doctor Doom. They don't have Venom. Yeah, so that's a little silly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, also, speaking of crazy ideas, sorry, Kern, go ahead. Oh no! I, um, the only thing I have, uh, other than what I said about Laser Team, is um, little trivia right here. So put on your thinking caps and see if you can guess who I'm talking about. This guy has Mr. played Yucky. a security guard. A Hugh, he's played a security guard, Hugh Hefner, a general, a bus driver, a strip club DJ, a librarian, so a mailman, a truck. Yes, <laughs> Stanley. Stanley. And so they felt. Like it was newsworthy to post that he is doing a cameo in Avengers Infinity War. Oh, oh my god. god! No oh way! Oh my gosh! What? I mean, is it? Have they already it filmed this point, it? Because he's really well, old. He, I, I, I think so. Yeah, he's ninety. Yeah, he's got he's got and, cameos for the rest of the time. Oh, yeah, okay. and um, Ten and there's a there's dead. a pic uh on Twitter where it shows him standing next to the character Nebula, and uh, so. Yeah, I mean, at this point, Stanley's almost kind of like, "Where's Waldo?" You know, he's in there. It's just, where's he going to show up, right? Uh, so, except, except when you turn the page, Waldo's the only one on the page. I have, a, <laughs> I have a question. Do you guys, did you guys see the trailer? I don't know. I saw it in a movie, so I don't know if it's out, out. Oh. But Nebula is part of the Guardians. Yeah. Oh, okay. what? Yeah, yeah, she's actually part. Yeah, just no, like, she's uh, there. Al Rooker. Yeah. What's his name? Rooker. Michael. Mike Rooker. Yeah, he's going to be part of the Guardians, too. Yondu, yeah. But she went out. They're going to have to have some story there because she, the last time she saw them, she was like, screw you guys and cut her own arm off to get away from them. (laughs) You know, it happens. Uh, So what I was going to say is a crazy idea is, did you guys hear about this Batgirl movie? Yes, with Joss Whedon directing it. Isn't it just rumored still right now? I don't know. It seems to be pretty. I I think it'd be cool. I, I'm down for um, it. Supposedly, it's based good. on the new Fifty Two Batgirl. Um, With her new suit and everything, it's just that would be really cool. I think it's a horrible idea. Why? Because the DC universe is a shit pile. It is, and you're, they're just is like, you know what we should do? Is going to be part of the established. Uh, I'm doing finger quotes. The established DC universe. Or is it why? Why? Why in the hell? They've got two universes already. You're going to add a third. 
They well, got they, four if you count the animated ones. Yeah. They need to start making good movies, is what they need to do. But that's I, my point, is like, they're like, well, Joss Whedon will save us, he made Marvel a thing. And it's like, no, no, right, good mean, writing. He wrote and, a movie after a few other yeah. movies were already really successful. It's not like he, they were like, well, if he doesn't fix this one, we're done. Like, it wasn't. Yeah, it's not the same at all. No. But I also do think that Joss Whedon could do a good job with that. No, I, no it's not that he, he can't. Yeah. It's not that I don't think Joss Whedon will do well. It's just DC can't help themselves. Yeah, they need. That's what they. If they want it to be good, they're going to have to let Joss Whedon do oh, Joss yeah, Whedon if I found and out, not mess yeah. with anything. If I found out that Joss yeah. Whedon had total control, I'd be like, "Oh, great." Yeah. Yeah. Now it says it says here that that Josh Whedon that we've heard about Josh Whedon. Whedon writing, producing, and directing a standalone. And the rumor mill has it that I don't know if any of you are uh, watch the the 100. It's a CW show, but anyway, one of the one of the people in the CW, Lindsay Morgan, is rumored to be the front runner for Batgirl. Which I can kind of see that a little bit, but I don't know. We'll, don't we'll know see. It's Someone I've never heard of that can't go. It just seems so weird to introduce Batgirl when you don't have Batman fleshed out right and you don't have the yeah. Joker or anyone. Well, it's like, something that's probably going to be way down the line. I mean, I don't know. I don't think WWB has many checks to cash. Like, Wonder Woman, I love the way Wonder Woman looks. I'm hoping it's going to be But good. I keep hearing that it's hot traffic. Yeah, from everyone everyone in so is just kind of like... Has read the uh, script or anything. is like, no. And that makes me worry. Yeah. Uh, because yeah. if that takes, and then Justice it, League, I'm not hoping a lot. Those two go down. I really here's the thing. Though. I think what I, keep saying I think Wonder Woman has the opportunity to like really do something great and potentially be the best DC film that's hit within the last you know however what yeah, five years or whatever really it is. Gonna be but if it doesn't, I think you're right, Desmond. It's it's going to be like after that, it's going to be like come on, how many more we are these we're going to sit. But on? that's the thing though. As long as it makes money, they don't care. Right, but, and, and that's it. And they're not. It's not that they're so terrible that you just walk out of the theater. I mean, it's not that they're that bad. It's just I don't think they're doing the justice to the to the character and to the franchise. They're not doing justice to the, to the justice, justice League. League. The only yes. one I ever walked out of was that one where it was the Wayans brothers and one of them was the, his head on a baby. Okay. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Little yeah. man or whatever. Little man. Yeah, like I think it was maybe fifteen minutes in. I was like, oh, nope. This is a bad idea. Why did I come to this? And just walked out and got my money back. Nice. That's the only time I've ever done that. I've never walked out of a movie. We had to leave Iron Man once because, like, we get there and the movie starts. And my brother calls my mom and he's like, "My car's on fire." It wasn't. It was like broken down on the side of the road. I but can't we had remember. to go. I, I, I was oh, so mad. I no. was like, I missed Iron Man for this. Uh, Pompeii <laughs> with Peter Sutherland doing a British Roman accent. Oh my god! And oh, Kit Harrington so as your lead, Russell Crowe stand in, and Digimon Houston being his best friend. I, uh, I, yeah, I couldn't do it. Did you say Digimon Houston? Yep, <laughs> Digimon. Digimon. <laughs> oh. Uh, do you have any other Marvel news? Because I have Marvel news. If you want to go for it, go for it. Uh, they released a trailer, if you didn't know, Telltale Games make these story episodes. Oh, The Guardians. Yes. They released the first trailer for The Guardians of the Galaxy uh, Telltale Game. Oh, right. cool. Which is coming at the and end of the month. It's coming to everything. It's, it's, it's no, I mean, but it's coming at the end of the month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the first episode is. So, they've already said that it's not going to be part of the cinematic universe. It's a completely separate thing. Okay. Um, but in the trailer, it's just them... Uh, you know, 
joking around, so you can kind of tell they're trying to get the same vibe as the movie. They made all of them look almost exactly like the movie. Right. Um, and then they're just like going up against Thanos in the trailer. I was like, oh, yep, this can't be the, can't be linked to the movies because this isn't the way that's supposed to go at all. So weird. But the problem is, all of the voices sound like they're trying to just do impressions of of the movie voices. Oh no. That's clearly not Chris Pratt, but you're trying to be Chris Pratt. So it's like, I don't know. It doesn't seem like they're distancing themselves enough from it, like yeah. like they did with like the Batman Telltale game, which was awesome. With Archer, yeah, he did look like Archer, but like you get used to it whenever you play it. And, like it never felt like it was supposed to be some version of any of the movies we've seen. It was like a completely new thing. With Guardians, it seems like they're just like, okay, let's try to make it seem like it's very similar to the movie, and I don't think that's a good way to go with that. Look, I I, I agree, but I'm gonna play it. Oh, I'm going to play it. Don't get me wrong. So, I like the Telltale games. Yeah. Oddly it's enough, not even I like all the Telltale games it's... except Walking Dead, which is their most popular one. <laughs> it's all right. It's but, just kind of anti-climatic. Oh, and Game of Thrones. That was awful. Oh, yeah. Oh, the Game of Thrones one oh, was, like, was notoriously bad. bad. That was a horrible game. Uh, but you, you have no worries if MCU lets you down with that or if DC decides to expand their universes or flops. You know why? Why? Hasbro has your back. Uh, G.I. Joe 3 has officially been shelved. In favor of a reboot because it's time to have a G.I. Joe universe. Mm. Can you fuck off? (laughs) We can't have a G.I. Joe universe because they freaking killed his ass in the last movie, like within the first four minutes. No, 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 no. They're they're, they're rebooting. rebooting. Because that's what you do with everything now. Because that's what you do when you do something stupid, like kill the main character of a franchise. You have to reboot. They they have to. They're. they're why do we have to keep doing these, like, You're going to get a roadblock movie. And You're going to get a hawk movie. Oh, the only one I would go see is freaking Snake Eyes, dude. <laughs> You're going to get a Wild Bill movie that's just helicopter warfare. It's oh going to be God. intense. <laughs> <laughs> what about Fumbles? There's are we going to have a Fumbles? Iron Knife is going to have his own one. It's oh going to be intense. And they're going to cross over with the Transformers. Um, Which I thought they already did. Honestly, they should just take uh, Josh Dormel or whoever it is oh, yeah. from the Transformers and make them G.I. Joe's. Him and Tyrese <laughs> and whoever else is in that. Mark Wahlberg. Those, yeah. those just become the G.I. Joe's. Oh, my gosh. Um, <laughs> yeah. Also, uh, Shrek 5 is apparently still a thing. And Are that you look- serious? Mike Why? Myers, Mike Myers is not allowed to make another Shrek until he makes another Austin Powers. It's true. And I would way rather see a new Austin Shrek. Powers. Uh, also, there's rumors, uh, hardcore rumors that Boba Fett and Obi-Wan are some spinoff movies that Star Wars Disney is making now. Um, and these aren't just, like, rumor mill rumors. These are being, like, pumped up by Disney, kind of refilling out the ground. The, I mean, I would I would be a little interested in the Boba Fett, you know, to kind of see, like, from the point where, you know, he picks up the helmet of his with his dad's head in it. You know, in yeah. you know what was that uh, episode two, the Clone Wars, and from that point on to kind of see what, well, what happens. There's I mean, a lot. There's a lot of that in the but, Clone Wars. I don't know if you watched the cartoon. Oh, the new one, Rebels. No, car, uh, Clone Wars. Oh, the Clone Wars. Yeah, I've seen the whole Clone Wars. Yeah, so you know he's part there's of lots that. of that in yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. but the, I, what I heard it was going to be about was him leading a ragtag group of mercenaries. Whoa, that's a Lone Ranger. Obi Wan. Is of course set between episodes 
three and four because that that's what they know we want. I used to want this. I mean, because he can't be past episode but four. Thanks for the freaking I, tip on that, Captain just, Obvious. Doesn't he just go straight well, to like? Does he straight to a cave? He just goes to a cave and lives there forever. Twenty years. Why not? That's what it seems well, like he does in the I movies. Like, I don't remember if it was extended universe. Though, right, right? He like stacks. Like he stacks rocks. Because obviously. You know. Vader probably looked for Obi-Wan. So the idea that he came to that planet or sent people to that planet to come after him seems pretty logical. It's funny that you say that because the last rumor that I heard, and this is just groundswell rumor, is that Vader is also getting his own movie. Oh, he has to! Oh, Kern's so excited. (laughs) Kern's so excited. I feel like this is the worst idea because we had three... Vader movies. Right, like that's the shut your mouth. We've never had a freaking Vader movie. That's all. Those that's were all, all like all of the movies the are Vader were movies. movies. <laughs> no, that was Anakin, and Anakin yeah. was a little bit. What about five, Vader, six? What about cool. four, five, and six? No, those are Luke movies. What? Those are Luke oh. movies. Here's the thing. Here's the thing about because here, <laughs> I've no, made fuck. my opinion known about Rogue One that it was okay, oh, largely right. unnecessary. Yeah. For maybe five minutes, like the, everybody talks about the Darth Vader thing at the end, and that was supremely yeah. badass. But that could have just been a short they put on YouTube, and I would have been happier because yeah. most of the rest of that movie was either unnecessary or like kind of clumsy. And I'm like, eh, it was okay. I have like no desire to ever watch that one again, or because I want to watch every other Star Wars. So the way that they handled that one, whenever it's like there might be a Boba Fett, there might be a Obi Wan, there might be a Darth Vader, I'm like. Not if they handle it that way. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, no, no, I gotcha. Uh, I'm going to finish off these items all at once because we got con news and we got gaming news, and I did nothing awesome, so I'm taking the news this time. Uh, you guys have seen stuff for it, the trailers for it, yes. the posters for yep. it. Yep, yep. That, that can also fuck off. Oh, man, I'm actually Leave excited. Leave Tim Curry alone. Hey, Rose. I'll give you that. Tim Curry. I can't believe Rose just said that could fuck off. No, that was... Oh. <laughs> I was, I was like, like, I don't even sound like that. No, that was me. Um, okay, well, you're glad you're about that because this is mine. Jordan Peele, because he's now massively successful because right? of Get Out. Because of Get Out. Is I- on the short list for Akira. The live oh, action. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, short that's age. right. They want him to write the screenplay. Oh, I would be all about that. I just don't. I, I want Peel to leave Key behind. No. No, I like problem. them both. Did you guys see the new Dave Chappelle? Oh, my gosh. No, the I joke didn't. about Key. Yes. So and he's like, I don't know why you're mad about me leaving. I've had to watch Key and Pell do my show every night for the last three years. I was like, <laughs> you know? That was so good. It was perfect. And I was like, and therein lies your answer. I just like, maybe maybe Jordan's okay on his own, but one movie doesn't scream, let's give him like one of the classics I've, to me. I've only seen a few of their sketches, but I did see Keanu in theaters last year. Yeah. yeah. I thought that was fucking hilarious. It was I didn't see I didn't I see it. I lost a lot yeah. of parts of that But movie. I mean, I just, really I really want this to be handled by somebody, I don't know if you if he's big into it, if he's into it, I'm okay with it. If he's like a huge super want, fan. Well, not even a super fan. Just like if he's into it. I just don't want it to be a job that he's taking because this is my big budget movie and I earned oh, it. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. Um, and don't we want him to make Get Outer or whatever the sequel be called? Get Out again. Yeah. The thing is with Peel is the consideration is also he's up against Daniel Espinosa and David Sandberg. I've heard pretty much at this point they're begging him to take this job. 
Like, See, and, and just like you said, you don't want him to take it because it'd be his big budget movie. You also don't want them to give it to him just no. because his name's big because of Get Out yeah. right now. Yeah. Like, both of those are bad ideas. But I, uh, like, everything that I was reading about this, because I was like, no, 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 there's got to be somebody else interested. It's pretty much like the studio is dead set that... Yes. I'm more excited about the idea of a live-action Akira. I think that... Well, that's been around. Peel could be... He could probably do it fine. I just... It's not the same kind of style that he's done before. Like, he's usually done the comedies and stuff. And yes, Get Out was like a horror movie, but it still had these dark humor elements in it that were very much Jordan Peele. I, I don't know. So I'm, I'm, and maybe if a bit of dark humor could, could add really well into Akira, but I wouldn't want it to become a dark no, comedy. No, but he doesn't have to. I think this, that might be why he takes it, though, is he can break out. You can break out and do something different. Um, also, um, we've all watched the Santa Clarita Diet, right? Yeah. I've yes. seen, I haven't seen all of it, but I've seen the chunk of it. But yeah. you like it. Yeah, I've seen the whole yeah. thing. Yeah. We all like it. Yeah, I was it's great. When I watched the first time, <laughs> I'm always about when I, I watched that. Yeah. Just to cut to dead Nathan filling. <laughs> Spoilers. I was, like, I was like, man, I'm eating tuna right now. This is a bad idea. <laughs> I even knew, like, once y'all told me it was about, I was still like, man. I can eat while I watch it. Because in my head, I'm just like, I don't know what I expect from TV shows. Yeah. What was I expecting that? You know what I mean? Well, there's good yeah. news. Season two will be here next year. Fantastic. Uh, I'm excited. We only have eight more years to wait for Westworld season two. Well, you know what? Uh, I don't watch that show, so I don't know. You need to watch that show. I will, but I don't want to pay for the expensive cable. I don't think so. Guys, do you care if I spoil Jumanji for you? No. Look, man, just, yeah, just go. Because uh, this is this is actually you finish, I'm going to tell you to fuck off. So, Sony's this is Sony's uh, synopsis from their press site. Right. In a brand new adventure, Sony it's Jumanji. Welcome to the jungle. So Guns and Roses, obviously. Welcome. Oh yeah, they already said the theme song for the trailer. Oh my god! It's about four high school kids that discover an old video game console with a game they've never heard of. Oh god! And it's called Jumanji. They immediately are drawn to it, and they they literally become the players that they choose. So Spencer becomes a brawny adventurer, the Rock. Football jog Fridge loses, in his words, uh, the two top feet of his body and becomes Kevin Hart's character, Einstein. Uh, popular girl Bethany becomes a middle-aged male professor played by Jack Black. <laughs> That's the Wallflower Martha becomes a badass uh, warrior played by the companion. Karen Gillan. <laughs> yeah. The companion. No, I'm just, I'm not naming yeah. people. I called the Dwayne Johnson the rock. Oh. Yeah. And uh, Kevin Hart, I don't know what I should call him. Uh and what they discover is that you don't just play Jumanji, you survive it. To beat the game and return to the real world, they will experience the most dangerous adventure of their lives and discover what Alan Parrish discovered 20 years ago. See, this was something that I actually remember hearing about early on. No, they that, won't, because that, it's a board game no, no, before. No. The, reason, <laughs> the reason that I, uh, or what I remember from like, I don't know if it was an early press release or whatever, but basically the idea was that in... The original Jumanji, you know, he gets basically sucked into the game. Right. Right. And then the movie only takes place in, like, the real world. Right. And you just kind of right. hear the game, about the game The game comes to life in the real world. Right. Yeah. So you never really hear about what life was like for him inside the game. So this movie is about them inside the game. Time to right. But, no, but the idea is, the idea so is, is it's not the, the board game. Or Spy Kids? Yes. So the idea that is the 
that the board game yes. sucks people in, but that's not the only way to get into the Jumanji world, which I'm fine with. So it has multiple portals. Yeah. Just like, like Stargate. So how did really. how did it happen with the with the video? Like the the board game, we assumed it's like a cursed board game. I so never assumed it, it. I thought it was magic. Shaman made it. Yeah, like a shaman. Well, did a shaman make this video game? Yes. They, like shaman he industries. It. He coded, coded, he coded this, by a wizard. This you know when it says wizard is installing? This is the wizard. <laughs> what's What's interesting to me is the um, you look at the board game, the the original movie. Yeah. And the only reason that. Uh, Robin Williams and everything comes out of the game is because the kid rolls the thing that says that's what's going to happen. Right. Like, well, what if he would have rolled it and it just would have been like, there's an ostrich. Like, and then it was stuck on the next kid's turn and just nothing would have ever happened? That's what, that, that was like the thing that was always weird to me as I was like, the only way that he could get out of the game is if he happened to roll that. Yeah. So it was a very chance thing. So it makes me think, there had to have been another way for him to get out because he's just been surviving this whole time. I don't know. I mean, that so might have no, been but it. I think that's what's going to happen with this movie. They're going to be trapped. There's going to be references to the old movie, obviously, because it's not like oh god, it better not be like Jurassic it's Park not, with the stupid well, goggles. And the here's the thing, banner. And the, <laughs> here's the thing. Anything better than what they did with Ghostbusters? Because Ghostbusters could have been a sequel right. that referenced the old thing, and for some reason they're like. Nope, we're gonna reboot it and pretend the other one didn't happen. It's like well, that's that was bad. That was and pretend that the reboot isn't a remake. Yeah, that's, that's exactly right because that's what. Uh, well, I mean, if Star Trek can do it, with, or Star Trek, if Star Wars can do it with sequels, then they can do it with. The- that's the whole thing. Like I remember somebody suggesting, like, what would have been perfect is if instead of the cameos that we got, there was some sort of cameo where yeah. there was like a cross-dimensional portal. Where they saw each the other, other three guys and just oh, looked kind of still cool. busting ghosts yeah. in just another New York. Yeah. It's like that would have instantly made this movie. That would have been cool. Yeah. But um I'm hoping that there's more connections like that with Jumanji because like like you said the in the press release, like it actually references what happened in the original movie. So I really think the video game thing is just them modernizing it. It's, I mean, of course. That's what yeah. it is. So it's cool. Uh, the last bit of news I have is uh, Marvel sucks. They took away digital redemption codes in their Aww. comics. They oh, brought yeah. it back. So okay. rejoice. You can now they buy So they don't suck anymore. Well, they still kind of suck. I, I don't know if you read <laughs> what happened today, but they kind of blamed their, their, their shitty sales on the fact that they tried to go for diversity. And female leads, and they were like, "Yep, that damn that's, we gave a female a lead." What that's why that's pe- what they always people, blame people. Don't like diversity. We screwed up. That's what they. That's what all those this big m- names do, though. Like Cartoon Network, they do that too. They're like, "Oh, this isn't doing well because there's so many girls in it." And then uh, also, George Takei is going to be making a comic with IDW about the internment. Oh, they're internment. No. He's, the Japanese internment and during World War II that yeah. he lived oh, wow. through that he speaks out, did the play on and stuff as narrated. Right, yeah. Uh, they're going to be making a comic about it. Oh, that's wow. Really that's cool. it. That's what I got, guys. Woo! So that was my portion of the podcast. Who's next? I believe we're going to do cons next. So why don't, Kern, why don't you tell us about WonderCon in L.A.? Yes, Or in Anaheim. Yeah. Um, well, for those of you that don't know, WonderCon is associated with the San Diego Comic-Con, which is the international Comic-Con. So... Um, you know, when you sign up on their website, you're, you're using your same uh, member ID that you use for uh, International Comic Con oh, in San okay. Diego. So um, 
uh, I, I don't know if it's all of the same people that organize it and everything like that. I'm, I'm, I don't know anything about that. But uh, WonderCon is in Anaheim, California, right next to Disneyland, yeah. which makes it super, 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 man, freaking much of a pain in the freaking dick to freaking get around anywhere because yeah. it's right next to Disneyland. It's the same place and they so, do BlizzCon, so yeah. Yeah, yeah. So anyway. But other than that, other than the traffic, it's it's very cool. Um, uh, the convention is about half the size, roughly, I would say, and attendance is what uh, is at uh, uh, San Diego. Uh, it was great. I, um, you know, we had uh, one of the things that uh, that I had planned. I only went on Saturday. I didn't do like a three day or four day whatever pass, whatever they offered. I didn't do the whole thing. And uh, one of the things I had planned is I went to the Geek Sundry panel, which. If, if you watch that, they're kind of like a uh, – it's almost kind of like they're a network. They have like a, a bunch of different shows that they play yeah. on, on like a uh, schedule. So they have a certain show that they play on Monday at this time and then another show that they play at Monday at a later time and so forth and so on. And some of them are them playing games and everything like that. But one of the main guys over at Geek Sundry is Ivan Van Norman yeah, who's on our show. Yeah, on our show. And so – yeah, so he was on our show a couple of months ago. And so I had a chance to catch up with him there, and uh, I, I'm, you're going to hear some clicking because I forgot to do this ahead of time. But um, uh, did he remember who you were? Yeah, yeah. I went up to him. I, you know, I said, "Hey, you know, it's me, Kern. You're on my podcast." He goes, "Oh, hey, Kern, what's up? You know, hey, come walk over here." And this was at the end of the panel. He goes, "Walk over here, man. Let me catch up with you." And so I sat and I talked to him for a few minutes and everything. Thanked him, of course, did you get a, a selfie? few times. Being, yeah, yeah, yes. I got a selfie. We need to post um, that on our page. I, page. I, I tried to post current photos like Chris did yours, and guess what happened? Privacy what? settings. Kern oh. is a very private person. Oh. We need, that's what you need to save shared. it. You need to just save it and re-upload it. like 35 it. good photos. I wasn't um. going to do that. I just, I just yeah, yeah. Well, the, the, the you know, uh, the, and he had his kid with him, and that was, that oh. was funny, too, because awesome. – uh, because Phoenix, his son, is is really young. I don't know if he's two years old yet or anyway, but he's right around that age frame, and um, or maybe he might be a little over too. But that was that was pretty funny. While he's trying to talk, the kid keeps pushing the microphone away from his dad's <laughs> mouth. You know, like he doesn't want him to talk, and and so it was pretty funny. But um, he had a, a a pretty good announcement because at the end of this month is um uh tabletop. Yeah, it's the so, National Tabletop Day. National Tabletop. So. One of the things that he uh, he announced is that they are going to be uh, associating and, and um, you could probably I'm going to look this up here in just a second. So if I don't have the information right now, I'll announce it here in a little bit uh, on what their site is, because you could probably catch that panel that they did uh, on their Twitch channel, because I'm pretty sure they recorded it. But they're partnering partnering with Extra Life, which does a lot of stuff for yeah. raising uh, um, charities, you know, for children's charities and things yeah, like children's that. Children's Miracle Network. Yeah. Right. And so um, they're doing a huge thing with that so that um, on on the, t- the tabletop, when the tabletop day happens, um, that's going to be uh, happening as well. So uh, I, I don't have all the information right now in front of me. I apologize because I should have done this ahead of time. And I didn't remember it until just now, but he he made a huge announcement about that. Uh, it sounds really really cool. I'll pull up some information on it here in a little bit, and then if if I don't have it before you know and announced on the podcast, we'll maybe include something on the link or something. But anyway, so yeah, um, extra life is going to be 
partnering with them. So uh, everybody that can participate in uh, tabletop has a potential of, uh, you know, uh, raising money for extra life. Uh, so that was pretty cool. You know, uh, sitting in their panel, I got to meet some of the other uh, people on the show after that. Uh, networking there was was pretty cool. You know, I ran into a lot of people um, in, that are obviously from that area. That's I guess that's kind of one of the bonuses to to live in. In, in an area like the L.A. area is that, you know, when you go to a con like that and you see like these amazing cosplays and you're like, where are you from? Like before, you know, you're like in Texas and they're like, oh, I'm from L.A. or I'm from New York. But they're all from well, there. Yeah. And there's a lot of them that are like an hour down the road or 30 minutes down the road. So that was really, really cool. There was some epic cosplays. Um, really? I don't know. You know, if you saw yeah, some, of the, saw some, of, some yeah, of the pictures, but the uh, I, I forgot what they're called, but they're from the game. uh um, Overwatch, and these guys were in, uh, and basically they were like ten feet tall, freaking cosplay. Probably like the Reinhardts. Yes, they were the Reinhardts. That's what they were. Yeah, and they were. I mean, they were incredible. You know, just watching those guys get geared up was like a feat in itself. You know, they had like you know an army, a small army of people gearing them out. That was really cool. Um, a lot of great cosplay. Caught up with the five hundred first Legion naturally, like I always do uh, out there. Um, but Two of the things that I wanted to talk about is that um, I met some people that were out there, obviously, and one of the people that I met, and you can see their pics on uh, on my Facebook, and, and maybe I'll post it on uh, Twitter as well. But um, it's it was a, a couple that were uh, cosplaying as uh, Cersei and Littlefinger. Oh yeah, oh, I did yeah. see that one. Yeah, and so what the thing is about these guys, okay, is that they have a web series called Practical Folks, F-O-L-K-S, Practical Folks. And uh, they have like a spinoff deal that they're doing that's called the Power Hour. And basically it's like Cersei and Littlefinger doing like a newscast of what's happening in the realm. And um, and, and it's it's pretty funny. I mean, um, it's not very long. It's like three minute long episodes, you know, maybe four minute long episodes. Okay, but it's pretty funny. Hilarious. But um, uh, got a chance to talk with them a little bit. And um, I don't know, we may or may not be able to get them on our show, uh, you know, to, to, I'm not going to say anything. I, I made a lot of met, met a, a few people that said they were interested in being on our podcast. I don't want to say for sure that they will be until, you know, we can tell them you'll it, come over there, too. We're, we're okay. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But, you know, I don't mind plugging, you know, plugging them at all. I've watched some of their stuff. I've watched a couple of their shows. Um, one of the other things that they do is um, they almost it, it, it's almost along the same lines as like a uh, mystery science theater. But instead, they're getting drunk and watching Disney films. And so <laughs> I'm uh, down for any podcast where <laughs> yeah. a prerequisite is I need to be drunk. Yes. <laughs> like, you can't just be a little bit. You have to be you drunk. Have to be drunk right. I don't have any good drunk times anymore. Like, I'm a responsible adult. <laughs> uh, right. And uh, and one one of the other people that I that I ran into that was really really interesting, and I and I've talked to her uh, through Instagram and messaging before, but it's a it's a girl. Her uh, Instagram is Golden Lasso Girl, and she's a huge cosplayer into Wonder Woman. And uh, talked to her a little bit, and with with Wonder Woman coming out, she's really really excited. So I don't know, we may be able to get a chance to get her on the show as well to talk about some cosplay and what her thoughts are on Sweet. Wonder Woman and so forth and so on. Yeah, I'd like but, to uh, have somebody know. that's a Wonder Woman geek come on for Yeah, yeah that's what that's drops. what I'm saying. And that's kind of what I want these these guys to do too. They're they're like the Game of Thrones geeks, you know, so for you guys that are not the Game of Thrones geeks and you want to like slam Game of Thrones in one way or the other, you know, they can kind of add some fodder to I that. Think I'm sure. I think that's Chris 
what was your yeah, comment? That uh, Game of Thrones is the Olive Garden of Olive Garden of television shows. It's like <laughs> right, uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, but ultimately, ultimately, Comic Con or WonderCon was was really cool. That's I awesome. Mean, uh, was yeah, George R. R. Then, Martin there? I don't think so. Good. If he, he needs was, to be I at home writing. He needs to be at home. I, am, I don't ever want to see him thing. out. Right anything. I know, because that's a close drive for us. We can go all day. We can go, days. like, we can just drive over there and be, like, sitting outside his window, yeah. just mm-hmm. staring at sit him. Down, sit down. Be like, uh-uh, I'm watching you. Watching you. Sit, sit back right. down. Right? <laughs> yeah. And what was funny is that, um, I, I don't know if it was the first or second year that they've done this little badge entry deal, but they've got these little, um like little like uh towers set up as you walk through and it has a proximity reader on it so when you get your badge it's like a proximity badge and then so when you walk in you need to hold it up against there's a little uh spot that says tap here and you hold your badge up against it and then it it gives you a green light and then you're able to walk in so i guess it records like as you're going in and out and um so when we walked in, we were getting our badges. So we had to walk through another section and uh, then we got our badges. And so I, I got my badges on Friday night for Saturday. And so uh, as I was walking out, I wanted just to walk in front of the convention area. I wasn't going to be able to go into the actual floor where the uh, vendors are and everything. But I was able to walk out in the front section and where a lot of the cosplayers are yeah. and everything like that. I was looking around. And um, so when I when I got ready to leave, there's like a big fountain area out there. And uh, there's a lot of cosplayers that that get out there around that fountain area and they do a lot of photo stuff and everything. So I was looking at there. Well, that's where this little entryway is set up. And as you walk out, you tap your badge. Well, as we're walking out, they're like, oh, you have to tap your badge. You have to tap your badge. And I was like, I tapped it and then it did. It was red. And so I started to walk away and they're like, oh, no, oh, no, it, it was red. It was red. You you have to stop. You tap it again. And it was red. And they were like, oh, it's red. It's it's red. And I was like, I'm sitting there thinking to myself, like, um, it could it be because it's a Saturday badge and it's Friday? And they're then like, I said oh. that I said that and they were like. Oh, oh yeah. Okay, you guys are okay. But I was thinking, like, what? I mean, do I don't get to go home if it's red? <laughs> right? No, that's you the weirdest. That's there. the weirdest you're part. You're gonna hold me hostage at WonderCon. You have to <laughs> stay there <laughs> forever. But, yeah, but, but, one but, of you us. Know, but it, one you know, I don't want to slam on these guys because a lot of them are volunteers. You know, they a lot of them get free badges to volunteer. So, yeah. so they volunteer and they put in so many hours and then they get those they, are wise. Yeah, people. exactly, exactly. So it was just kind of funny that they were freaking out because you know. My my badge was swiping and giving a, a red <laughs> dot instead of a green dot. I thought that was pretty funny. So on a scale that of was, uh, one to ten, there. On on a scale of one to ten for cons, um, I would say I mean it's it's going to be a matter of perspective, okay? Because like if you're into the con scene, like international San Diego is, where you want to get into these panels like The Walking Dead and Game of Thrones and and those panels to see. These, you know, to try to get a chance to see these movie stars and TV stars up front and personal, um, this isn't that con, you know. So uh, it's that's that's not it. This is really, I mean, there's a lot of great panels and stuff like that, but it's really a lot of the big guests. When you're looking at the special guest list, they're artists, you know, they're writers. They're not, you know, Norman Reedus from The Walking Dead and no, things like he that. Was so, somewhere else yeah, that weekend. Yeah. I had friends yeah, that went and there so. Yeah. 
And so um, on a scale of one to 10, I would give it a solid, uh, I would say a, probably an eight and a half to a nine. Uh, there was just a couple of things that were a pain in the ass. Like I was talking there. Yeah. Yeah. Not even that, you know, just some of the, the surrounding stuff that you have to deal with. You know, there's a, there's a lot of limited uh, stuff on parking and things like that, but no, it's a great facility. Is it, um, is it cheating if you work at Disneyland or Disney world? I don't know which one it is there. Disneyland. And, and you walk, you walk over in costume if you're one of the, <laughs> one of those <laughs> no. and you take like I'm the Disney money. Was, now that you say that, there was a couple of people that were like spot on, like Disney yeah, princesses. See, like they, there was a they snow were on their I don't think. Yeah, there was. I don't think they would want to walk from Disneyland over because you can, but it's kind There's of a, a long walk. Whatever. Yeah, get a tram I mean, or it, something. It's a little bit of a walk, but it's not that ridiculous. Not if you're gonna win yeah, like fifty-five dollars in the cosplay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But no, it was great. It was a great con. I mean, I met a lot of cool people, um, you know, a few people that would now follow each other on Instagram and, and stuff like that. So, yeah, no, it was it was That's really awesome. cool. Oh, I got to tell you about the shirt that I got. I should post a, a picture yeah. of this, but you got to visualize this in my head. Okay, so, I'm going to visualize so, it in your head. So, so you guys, you guys that have seen my tattoo. OK, first of all, my tattoo that I have on the on the right arm is is a combination tattoo between my two favorite sci fi bad guy factions, which is the Star Trek Klingons and the Star Wars, the Empire. Right. And so I had the Klingon insignia with the, you know, with the uh, Imperial logo surrounding the Klingon insignia. So it looks like it's one tattoo. And a lot of people, if they're, if they kind of know what it is, but they're unsure, they're, they're kind of like, they get one or the other, but they don't realize that they're both from two different ones. They'll say, Oh, that's Star Trek or Oh, that's Star Wars. But they don't realize that it's actually both. And so, I'm walking around the con and there's a um a guy that's got a booth there. It's called Night Owl Inc. And uh he's got all these different t-shirts and he does the artwork himself. And so you gotta follow me here. So there's a there's like a blown up version of uh Darth Vader like on on a turntable, like he's scratching turntable, and then there's uh a uh X-Wing fighter like busting out a full windmill, like breakdance windmill. And then on the other side, it looks like Spock doing basically like the Michael Jackson uh, where he goes up on his toes, you know. And so Spock is in that picture also with Darth Vader, the X-Wing fighter. And I was just like, that's perfect. You know, I've got to have that T-shirt. So um, (laughs) It's so random. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, but yeah, so that was a little bit of the con experience. But yeah, WonderCon was, like I said, it was great. I mean, if you live in the uh, Southern California area and you've never gone to it, uh, you know, you should go. And the cool thing was, is that I did not decide to go to WonderCon until about a month ago. Yeah. And so you don't do that with International Comic Con. Right. Those tickets are sold out within like an hour or an hour and a half of when they go on sale. You know, and so um, that was kind of. I never even get a shot at those tickets. Yeah. Yeah. I always get yeah, jealous because every year I have a friend that's like, "Well, I'm going." I'm like, "How the I hell?" Have a that, I have and a I go, going. "I go, how the hell do you get tickets?" And they're like, "Oh, my buddy bought bought like four, and he was like, well, I don't really know anyone else here that wants <laughs> to go, so he just asked me if I wanted to go over there with him, and I'm like, I have shitty friends.'" <laughs> right. <laughs> like, right. Friends never buy me tickets. Exactly. I'm like. My, uh, well, that's kind of like, the, like juice. that's kind of like last year. I think it was when uh, uh, Star Wars. Um, uh, what's the uh, the big deal that they do? I forgot. Celebration. Celebration. Yeah. Celebration was in L.A. 
and I was wanting to go to it. And but I didn't know anybody from Amarillo that was wanting to go. And none of my family really cared about going. You know, I'm like the only Star Wars geek in the family. And um, so I'm like, I guess I'm not going to get tickets. I had plenty of time to get like full blown passes. And then all of a sudden, like a like within a week of when it was actually the event was supposed to happen. I had a couple of buddies going, yeah, we're going to California this weekend. I'm like, oh, yeah, what are you guys going out there to do? Oh, we're going to Star Wars Celebration. I was like, you bastards. That's how it always goes. Like, That's what happened to me and Chris with uh, Bones and Steve where they were like, yeah, and we, were, we were trying to figure out how to go. And then Steve's like, oh, I bought a bunch of tickets for everyone else. Let's go. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. damn. And I was like, I know we're not really friends and we don't really get along. But that was cold. Blood. That was pretty fucking cold-blooded, bro. Right. right. Uh, <laughs> Anyway, Rose was not called blooded no. I actually got invited to go to the Dallas one. Shalom, uh, you guys met him. He was going, and uh, some other friends, Cliff and Lindsay, were going. Yeah. And so they all went, and then Rose went. I, I should have gone. I found out. Yeah, but. it was really awesome. They uh, so Dallas Fan Expo. Usually they have usually the Dallas Comic Cons. They usually had three year. They have like. Um, <laughs> they have like a, they have one like in February, one in June or July, and then one in October. Uh, but they decided to mash up their their two at the beginning of the year together, and they did it this last weekend. Um, they just called it Dallas Fan Expo, and it was pretty great. They had a lot of really good guests there. They had Alan Tudyk, they had Tim Curry, they had Mark Hamill. Oh, wow. They had um, Karen Gillan. No, they didn't have Karen Gillan. She dropped out. She had a thing she had to do last minute. Um, that they had Catherine Tate and River Song. Uh, what's her? Paul Giamatti. <laughs> oh my god. Alex Kingston. Alex Kingston. Paul Giamatti. <laughs> Paul Giamatti was not there. The they had like the they had like the entire almost the entire cast of uh, the Rocky Horror Picture Show there, which the was pretty the, cool. The real one or the other shit? The real the movie the movie movie okay. with Tim Curry. They okay. had like a bunch of was them. Was Tim Curry there? Yeah, Tim Curry was there. Okay, so I already said that. Said that. <laughs> I'm making sure she said Rocky Horror with Tim Curry like. Yeah. That doesn't mean that Tim Curry was there. Toby he was Toby, totally there. Toby, Toby McGuire was not there, no. But they had Stanley was there. Um, he did show up. I'm yeah, glad. he did show up. He's he's getting old. I'm not sure how much longer he's going to be able to do if, this anymore. If I was Stan, right. every time he goes to a con, <laughs> this is the last one he'll be able to go to, and he goes to another one. Yeah. Uh, this, and I guarantee, I guarantee his price probably goes up for those freaking photo ops every time. Oh, yeah. You know, right. this time it's $200. <laughs> Next time it's 250 if I, were, if I were Stan Lee, I would make cameos at the cons. Like, I'd stand in booths that I have nothing to do with. It's <laughs> yeah. like, charge, charge, like, like five grand. Like a Batman booth, and Stan Lee just stands yeah. in the back of it. But uh, they, had, they had a lot of cosplay guests, too. Like, they had Jessica Negri. They had uh, Riddle, Ricky Riddle, Messy Wardrobe. They had Monica Lee. I think, like, five or six cosplay people that I follow on Instagram were there. Yeah. Besides you and... Uh, it was really cool. They had like they had a bunch of people. Um, one of the nights we got to eat, eat dinner with some of them, so that was really cool. Getting a dinner with like your cosplay, my cosplay idols or whatever, or like people that I have mad respect for. So, so that was pretty awesome. What did Jessica Negri smell like? <laughs> what did she smell like? So uh, here's the thing, know. Chris. Here's the thing, Chris. Decency. The con. Has a smell. Oh yeah, no, so I know. So it smelled like we convention know, center. So even even if she was like doused in some sort of perfume, when I was taking the selfie with her, I still just smell con. 
So she smelled like con. She smelled like everybody con. smells like con. con. Uh, but it was really funny because we went, we had a friend Nevada with us. His name's Nevada, like the state. And she never was, heard of him. She was signing. She was signing the print that he got from her, and um, he was like, "She's like, what's your name?" So she could put it on the print. He's like Nevada, and she's like, "Like the state?" And he's like, "Yeah, like the state." He's like, "She's like, I was born in you." And we're like, perfectly normal thing. To say. Right. <laughs> right? Not at all crazy weirdo that smells like gone. She was on like. Three, I think three or four podcasts over on different podcasts on Rooster Teeth. Yeah. Last week or the week before. And like, yeah. my exposure to Jessica Negri before this was very much just saw some pictures and that was yeah. it. Yeah. And like, after seeing her in those podcasts, I was like, she's really cool. Yeah. <laughs> I had no idea she was actually cool. Yeah. I also, like, I, I guess, like, I don't know why. I just assumed that, like, her costumes were, like, professionally made. No, like, she no, makes all she of She makes all of her costumes. Yeah. I was like, that's freaking crazy. Yeah. She has some really. Crazy, cool, intricate costume. Yeah, like her Cindergosa that she wore to Katsikon is like all kinds of detailed, and like the the crown on top of her head has like see through crystally things, and yeah. it all lights up. But, but it's crazy. But not 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 to put her down. She's great at what she does, and that's why this she she makes bank. Oh yeah, oh, no, she, uh, makes she has money to do it. Like the, yeah. that's the difference between like. People that do this locally in right. yeah. Like, yeah, she's, she's definitely she flown out to come. Well, and you got to oh, yeah. get to yeah. that level. No, that's what I'm saying. Know? Yeah, no, that's yeah. why it's not putting her down because she's obviously like the top one percent of what she does. She's really good at con stuff too. Like, because we were we saw her at the very end of the day Friday, and her energy level was like through the roof still. Yeah, that actually came up. Uh, I think in the Rooster podcast where like they were talking about how they get drained when they go to cons. Uh-huh. So they're like, they're like, we kind of limit ourselves to how many we do. And she was like, sometimes I think I should limit myself, but like, I get energized by going to cons. Like, I leave more energized than I was when I got there. Yeah, like, you can tell because I'm she's like, just You're like insane. <laughs> yeah, because I'm like, I sat in a booth for like eight hours one day, and I was like, kill for one day, me, yeah, kill me. Yeah, for one day I'm like, I just want to die. This is horrible. Yeah. And the thing was, like, I know this is going to be hard for the 12 people listening to this, but people actually came by to talk to us. It was pretty and sweet. And what was going on. And at the same time, we're like, oh, no, this is horrible. Now, this year, it's going to be a little bit different. I think I think that's part of it, though, is that if we were there for eight hours, and it was eight hours of people constantly telling us how cool they thought we yeah. were, it'd be a little more energizing than just sitting back. Most of the time. Why are people talking to us? Like, <laughs> you're looking directly yeah. at me. Say hello, you jerk. Like, yeah. Well, and to be honest, that was like, what were we in our third month? Of- yeah. yeah. Well, I, I yeah mean, we were pretty early on. Yeah. It was a good get, though. And you know what's funny is, like, we went from that, and I think at that time we, we, got, we got, like, 1,500 plays that month or 2,500. The month before, we were like, yeah, super. And then it was that was, like, the highest we had. Or it was, like, it was May. Yeah. Of last year when right. the when the hits came in after it's crazy because I think right now last month we hit six thousand. Oh damn! <laughs> so we were like yeah. four times yeah. larger than we were then, and we had people so coming Rose, by. Yeah, Rose, I've got a question because um and 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 at the risk of sounding like a freaking asshole on this, but I don't really care. Um, you know because you know. One of the you know one of the things that we had talked about before in uh, cosplay. Is um, you know there was there was the one guy that does the cosplay, but he does does the the women's cosplay. So he he cross dresses. Yeah, and, and he looks and he looks really really good. I mean, I gotta admit, for a guy that I mean, he looks spot on. 
But um, one of the things I've seen a lot, like going to going to International Comic Con and some of the other cons that I've gone to, you know, I've seen a lot of like female versions of men's characters, you know, like a female Magneto or a female Vader. And it's and it's them doing a female version of it. So it's a woman doing a full blown female version. She's not really trying to make herself look like. The man. Now I've seen a couple that have done that, but they're she's not really trying to make herself look like the the male part of that. She's just making it a female version. Uh-huh. But one of the things that I noticed this year at WonderCon that, I, that maybe it was just because it was WonderCon, or maybe you know, but the cross dressing on the males to the female characters was there was a lot of it, and it wasn't like males doing a male version of a female character. It was, just guys it was doing these girls. guys wearing the short shorts with <laughs> the high heels and the full blown everything. And, um, you know, and I'm not slamming on them or anything at all, but I just noticed that, you know, uh, that at WonderCon, I, I noticed, I, mean, I don't know why, but there was way more of it than I'd ever seen before. Mm. So did you, did you see any of that? Like at, at the Dallas con? Personally, I think it'd be cool if a girl cosplayed as like Ant Man. <laughs> yeah. Oh, if somebody would do Thor. that, or Thor, or Thor, or well, yeah. I've seen a female Thor. I mean, I've got pictures of that from from like International Comic Con, like two really? or three years ago. That's so, crazy. Yeah, so, never heard of it. So, uh, Kurt, I don't know if you're aware, but uh, Megan and I, or Kaya and I, dressed up as female Thor and Ant Man for Dallas Fan Expo. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> Very cool. But I you seen, guys did a I female seen... version of it. Yeah, so we did the what, we did the gender. My, bit. That's what my deal is: is that it's not you guys doing the male version of it. Like I've seen the men doing a full blown. Oh yeah, female I'm saying like guys, the, yeah. the, get up the guys are crazy. actually doing crossplay and not gender bent characters. Yes, yes, and I've saw more of that at WonderCon this year than it I've seen at any be, other convention I've might, ever done, and that includes Comic Con in San Diego, it, which is twice yeah, as big. It might also be like for the humor factor. I know a lot of guys do the oh, yeah. the female versions of things to be funny Same and to get room. a shock. And whatever. And, yeah. The, the big. I mean, if you is, can, if you can imagine. A six, and I'm not even lying when I say this. Like a six foot four, six foot five. No bamboozles. No Black Widow. Uh-huh. I mean, yeah. Like, bro, yeah, uh, I was like, holy shit, that's one tall dude. And it wasn't just because he was in heels, because he was, but you know, <laughs> he, he was he was a big guy anyway. No, I don't know if you know this. I'm gonna I'm putting me and Chris out there because we, we're friends and we know this. So we have friends in the uh, in the community that dress, you know, they, that are drag queens and stuff. It's right. never the little guys. Let me just tell you, it's no. just always no. the big guys. It's always the big guys. Like me and Chris are are large fellows. Like I'm almost 300 pounds. I'm six one. Chris, what? You're six two, six so three. Talk about but I'm no, you're six two, six three, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guys that we see guys constantly bigger than us that are <laughs> like. They're like, princess. It's like, it's like, like you walked know, into that dressing room a man and came out a man <laughs> in a dress. <laughs> like, um, dude, don't, I mean, I've been, I've been a woman on Halloween for, you know, with the skirt and yeah. the, the fishnets and all. But, like, man, I, it never, never ceases to amaze me that it's always like the dude that was like a linebacker. See, what's interesting right. is the, the crossplay thing is... A girl dressing like a guy's character and not doing a girl version, but just dressing like the guy... Uh-huh isn't funny. Right. Because already girls in general sometimes just dress tomboy. Like a guy. Like yeah, a like guy. A tomboy. yeah, exactly. But like a girl dresses like the way a guy dresses like a girl, they 
purposely dressed like um, ridiculous to be funny, ridiculous, like yeah. revealing, like like oh, I'm going to wear a super bikini. Yeah. What's funny to me is like I, I think it was a guy and a girl both um, did gender bent cosplays of uh, Lara Croft and Nathan Drake from Uncharted. <laughs> Which are basically the same characters already. Yeah. They're um, both knockoffs. So basically, Indiana like, Jones. the guy just looked like he was dressed like Nathan Drake, but, like, he had a midriff. Like, that was the only difference. <laughs> well, it's it pretty good. Yeah, they, that's, I, you see a lot of that at Cod sometimes, just because people want to have fun, and they want to enjoy But, like, yeah, that's the thing. I've seen a lot of girls that do crossplay, that do guy characters, and they're, like, oh, there was a few point saw, yeah. On like their makeup is is contours. They look like the men. They they're they're doing the characters. They they're like super like serious about it, or at least you know a little bit. But yeah, let's. Uh, all right, pop quiz, hot shots. What's the deal? What's the, if I if I no if I was to if I was to dress up as the Yellow Ranger, is that gender bent or not? That's a complicated thing. It's still gender bent or super sentai. That's whatever. I'm not telling you. Well. I'll have to look at the made in China or made in the USA, yeah. and I'll I'll be able to. Tell. But there's there's a couple of cool things also at, at Dallas Fan Expo. We had um some one of, my, one of my friends who's in the who's in the five hundred first in the Rebel Legion who has at the booth there. They got to give Alan Tudyk his his honorary membership uh, while they were cool. there, and uh they they had a couple of other ones a voice a couple of voice actors they got to give theirs too as well. So that was really cool. Um. Another thing that was awesome that I actually brought here on the show, yes. um, there's this booth that was there. It was, they were also at Fan fan Days in October, which is where I first heard about them. But um, I was so excited when I found out they are going to be there. They're called the Truffle Cottage. The moment I've all been waiting for. <laughs> I've all been waiting for. The Truffle Cottage. So what they do is they make chocolates, but they make like nerdy-themed chocolates. So mm-hmm. I got a... Um, a trio here. It's the it's Milner, which is a cookies and cream, nice. and then we've got Iron Man's helmet, which is a butter rum chocolate, and then we've got the Captain America shield, which is a white chocolate raspberry truffle. And, and I and I'm assuming because I'm not there, obviously, because I I come we, in. We melters. We, we totally melters. I don't know where it is. I'm, I'm assuming. I'm assuming this is not full size. No, they're like little. They're little yeah, tiny chocolates. Okay. Photo of it. They're um, very small. But they do a bunch. Yeah, yeah we're going to post a photo on our Facebook page. So check it out. We're going to tag them in it so you can check it out. They also, make a lot you, of good stuff. If you cut the uh, Iron Man mask as Rose has here. It looks like Ultron. So. Oh yeah, it kind of does. <laughs> I try to cut them all into three little pieces so we can all try them because we're going to eat them on the show. Um, but there's a bunch of other stuff too. They have like Star Wars. They have Harry Potter. Yeah, can you buy them online? You can buy them online. Yes, I've they ship with anywhere in the U.S. Like D20s. Yeah, they have like these and giant D20s yeah, that have a set of seven I've in them. The actual oh, nice. dice set. Yes. Do they have Mario? They have. They don't have Mario yeah, himself. They have the question mark blocks okay. that either have. Um, they either have chocolate coins in them, or they have a, a one-up uh, truffle mushroom that has Ooh, like really shrooms. good. Yeah. I'm gonna trip off. What's it called again? I'm gonna trip off some truffle cotton. <laughs> so they're really good. We're gonna try uh, maybe the Mjolnir first let's chocolate cookies Mjolnir and cream. Hey, can, okay. Can, can we? Can we also? Yeah, let's do that. But I'm pitching the idea that we should do this in Colorado, where we can add that special ingredient. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> Mmm. They're very soft. 
and crunchy. It's good. Yeah. Cookies and cream. Tastes like cookies and cream. And what's the name of this, this site again? The Truffle Cottage. Yeah, the Truffle Cottage. Oh, the Truffle Cottage. I don't know I'm if I'm Google so sold on that one. It's definitely not bad. Yeah, but it's, it's cookies and cream. When I open my mouth, because it's closing my mouth, actually, I get a little bit more of it. Mm-hmm. It's good. So they also have um, Harry Potter ones. Mm-hmm. They have each of the houses, yeah, but they're all uh, they're all uh, butter um, butter beer flavored. So uh, this is the next. We're trying the Iron Man butter rum chocolate, which creepily enough, there's like a shell and then there's a soft mm-hmm. inside. So I feel like I'm eating the armor and then Tony. Mm. Tony's this very soft like, and nougat. This, this is really good. This one's like butter, butterscotch schnapps. That's mm. very good. And chocolate. Oh, man. What was it again? That was a butternut butter butter rum. Just ask for like two Iron Man. Some butter rum. <laughs> like right now. Is the war machine the dark chocolate one? Because that would. Be oh, nice. that would be really funny. Oh, that'd, that'd be good. Okay, so next we got the white chocolate raspberry truffle. Hopefully, you have real raspberry because I'm allergic. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, no, that's real raspberry. Mmm. I like that one the best. And then Chris died because he had an allergic reaction to this chocolate. Oh, oh my gosh, they got a Darth Vader lightsaber. <laughs> <laughs> I feel, I'm sitting here like, I feel so bad eating this in front of Kern, so I have to crack a joke. But luckily, Kern did it for me, so we're good. I, I, I have no conscience because, like, we're not in front of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they have like yeah. they, I really wanted to try. Thing. They have Yoda heads that are pistachio. Wow. They called them pistachio Yoda. That's yeah. fantastic. Yeah. Their puns are on point. You're winning me over, Truffle Cottage. Yeah. So we they're tried all this. They're really awesome. Right now, there's a there's a they're trying to get the the. They're trying to get votes to get the FedEx Small Business Grant. Oh yeah. So if you go on their oh. Facebook and vote for them. They're still a little behind, but they, they're really kick-ass. If they, they really are. And you know what? Uh, Truffle Cottage, if you're listening, we're definitely going to go support you in that. Yeah. Yes. And also, if you would like to support us with uh, more of these, we will give you free ads every show. <laughs> they're really like sweet. Four. Like, we, we sat around. got to watch Kurt. We sat around and talked about them and, like, po- showed show that we posted them on their Facebook and oh, voted yeah. for them. No. They, gave, they gave me and Megan a free Avengers oh, truffle for nice. doing that. Oh. They're super cool. And they go and they give their chocolates to the guests. And the guests, like, are in love with them now and everything. And they're fantastic. So They really, they really, like, that's uh, some high quality. But, yeah, they ship anywhere in the U.S. They have, like, they have, like, giant dragon eggs that have little chocolate oh, dragons yeah, inside that, yeah. of them. Um but yeah, they're awesome. So check them out. Get some chocolates. Ship anywhere in the U.S. They yeah. have a white yeah. chocolate. And the dragon egg. That, I was looking yep. at that also. That's, that's it's, pretty awesome. Um, yeah, because isn't isn't the shell made of something edible? Yeah, it has to yeah. Be. To it's all it. chocolate. It's all Willy Wonka, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Which 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 is really cool because I've got some little <laughs> uh, silicone molds down there. This is like looking at like it now. Star Trek, Star Wars, uh, other ones that my wife will occasionally be nice to me. And make chocolates in. Oh yeah, the the Hylian shields. Well, I got those last time, and they were like they're they've uh, they're a peanut like butter really cookies and cream. Like, the way it says so. Super Mario, but there's no picture. And it's twenty dollars. Oh it no! This doesn't say anything. It's Super Mario, you're a nerd. You're gonna pay it. I mean, it's true. They you have know what he looks Pokeballs like. with Pokemon inside yeah. of them. Yeah, too. that's fantastic. Oh, I like that. Like, I, I gotta figure out that. Anyway, that. That, that I love everything about that. Yeah. So what, what else? What else? Was there anything else um, to about? Well, we Dallas? Well, 
about Dallas well. Um, well, we got to eat a sushi revolving sushi bar. Oh, that was yeah. fun. Oh, uh, oh, like the conveyor system? Conveyor about yeah, sushi, yeah. Oh, yeah, they yeah. were trying to uh, Kula revolving yeah, sushi bar. It was like, so they have ones that go around, and then you can also order, and they have a one on top that'll come straight to you. It's pretty sweet. But, good. yeah, it was fun. Good times in Dallas. I can't wait for the next one. So, you're a con pro now. You've been too many. What's your score? What's your con score? Um, I would say the con itself, uh, I would give probably a seven. Like, it wasn't super, like, I, the reason why I liked going to, like going to cons is because I really enjoy, like, the diversity of panels and stuff like that. Dallas Comic Con and all of their, their other ones, they don't ever have the best panels. Like, they all have Q&As with the guests. And this one had more. They had like this. They had some cosplay ones, but not a lot, and not very many interesting ones, in my opinion. Well, but I, know. I mean, I saw some that were kind of cool people. I guess they were all doing it. They just had moves. Yeah, but um, so they had lots of cool guests. It was on Saturday. It was so incredibly and heinously packed. It was hard to move anywhere. It was especially yeah, was in the celebrity yeah. area. It was. Awful. I'm not paying two hundred dollars to take a photo with somebody and then get cramped like a surgery. Yeah. The, the moment, oh. the moment at RTX when I was like, "Con life isn't for me," <laughs> is when I stood in line to use the restroom, which is, isn't like a crazy thing, but I was like, "This is not okay. I have to go right now." Yep. And I can't just go. Hey, I really need to go because they'll say. So do we. we. Shut up, whatever. And then, like, once I get in there, nobody cares about anything. Like, there's no, like... Yeah. Nobody cares about aiming anymore. Oh, my God. There's no private. Do they have a trough? And I'm noticing that everybody walking out, none of them are washing their hands. No, that's crime life, bro. That's part of the smell. I'm like, this is is not the life for me. Yeah. (laughs) You're instant germaphobe. What I would love to do... You're like, no. No, what I would love to do... If I was still super into my 3DS like I was when I went to RTX, I would not pay it, buy a ticket. I would sit outside the con and just street pass people. All day. Yeah. Because that was like the most fun I had was just talking to random people and street passing. Like, not. <laughs> I went to a Game Bros panel and I went to some other panels and stuff. And they were all really cool, but like, the most fun I had was just hanging out with people. Like, I can do that for free. I don't know. That, that, yeah. That's really crazy. Uh, you know, I guess. Hopefully, we, we never have to do that. We're, we're doing one panel slash show slash what the hell ever. Yeah, we're going to do a panel at YC3 at the end of the month. Yeah. yeah. I won't kill you. Yeah. No, seriously, come by, though. Check us out. We're going to do yeah. a live podcast slash maybe we're just recorded podcast. Well, it'll be, it'll, be, it'll be a live show slash recorded podcast that's also a panel. I don't know. They asked the, us to come in. The, yeah. The... Uh, the uh, the main thing we're trying to do is just a live show. Right. We're hoping we'll be able to record it. Right. And we're working on figuring that out before then. Yeah, we're, we're running. Like, as long as we can do the live show, then we're good. Yeah. And we hope people come to that. Um, beyond that, we're just working the rest of the details out, basically. Yeah, and I'm, I'm trying, guys, like, audio-wise. i got, like, four recorders I'm testing. I don't know what their setup's going to be like to know what I need to yeah. put in there to get, let them have is, audio. 
we can't just walk into the Civic Center and say, let us see where we will be. Yeah. Yeah. But we are going to be on the main stage, which is kind of crazy. I heard that. They told us that they were on the main stage. And I was like, why are we in the main stage? There's little breakout rooms. Put us in the the corner. So if if I am able to make it, is anybody going to censor me from being able to drink? Uh, I don't uh, think you can drink in there. Well, you yeah. can, but you... I don't know. We, we can see if we can move it over to the, so, the cooler. I'm going to bring my water bottle. <laughs> so, the thing yeah, is, too, it's a that... water bottle. That's it. YC3 is a very, very family-friendly yes, convention. Yes, we're going to uh, maintain so, that as well, much as we can. Yeah, so we're going to need to avoid swearing and... As much as humanly possible, we are going to attempt it. It's going to be an interesting endeavor at this point. But I think it'll be cool. The main point, we're definitely going to, we want people, if you're in the area and you're interested in podcasting in general. Hopefully uh, we can answer some of your yeah, questions. just the technical side, how we, the show comes together, what software we all differently use, what microphones, what mixers, all, all that. yada, 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 how to do social media and promote it. We get, we're finally over 2,000 followers, and I'll be honest, I haven't put the effort in Twitter that I should. Uh Shame on you. How do we get hosting? How do you get guests? Like, Kern's great at getting guests. He won't be there. But we've got other well, people. Well, maybe. I don't mind it. Hey, mind. I'm trying to make it a surprise, damn it. I don't know if he's going to really make it. I don't want people to be let down. Kern's going to be probably the one not going to be there. They're not going to be let down. They're going to be like, who the freaking hell is this guy? <laughs> no, you'll be on the banner. You're still on the banner. We haven't taped over your face yet. Yeah. Yeah, well, it, you might as well have. It's got a freaking Batman mask on. <laughs> hey, that was your own fault. That was your decision. <laughs> Yeah, I said everyone send me a deal, and then we sent proofs out. Never, no one ever spoke up. Yeah, I didn't know we were gonna really send our own face. <laughs> like, I'm trying cool. to be I'll anonymous. I don't even I'll use my real name, dude. With wearing only my underwear and a Batman mask and a cape. Well, you that know, enough good. people know you by Kern that I think it's funny that Kern might as well be your real name. Yeah. 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 Well, no one knows your real name. No one knows. Morgan. Flurgan. Yeah. Flurgan. Um, always, like, when I go to, like, anywhere I go and I order food, and they're like, what's your name? So they can announce it over the deal. I always, like, give them some kind of bullshit name anyway. I'm always, like, Rupert or yeah, something like I that. I ordered yeah. pizza. I used to do that in college, and I would give them a different, like, weird name they didn't know. And one time the guy knew it, and he's like, hey, your name's Bill Bixby. That's the same name as the guy that played The Incredible. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> play Bruce Banner. Lou Ferrigno was the Hulk, and then shut the door. <laughs> oh, man. I, uh, I used to write on the special instructions for pizza to draw a dinosaur. No one ever did. Inside of the box. I did it all the time. Uh, Most of them were crap. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would, I would order my pizzas like H.R. Puffinstuff. Huff, like, I'm like, Mr. Puffinstuff, that's me. Mr. Puffinstuff. Or Quincy Magoo, because Mr. Magoo's real name is Quincy. Mm-hmm. Oh, Mr. Magoo, you're damn right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, you, you gave me you gave me a five. That's right. I can't see what I'm doing. Yeah, I think that's our contact. <laughs> that's our contact. But yeah. Chris did something very awesome as well. <sighs> I sure did. I beat Breath of the Wild. What? Now I tweeted this. I tweeted well, I finally beat like Breath of the Wild. What a great game! And then somebody replied and said, "No spoilers, please." Now let me explain something. <laughs> you know what I did at the end of the game? I beat Ganon. Holy but shit. Apparently, wait a minute, this is a Zelda game. Wait, what? <laughs> I beat Ganon. <laughs> and, like, restored peace to Hyrule, etc., no. etc. Like, 
I don't know why people are, like, worried about spoilers. So, here's what I'll say about this game. I beat all 120 shrines. Woo! Uh, which is very frustrating. <laughs> Not the beating of them, but once you've beaten them, you have enough, uh... What are those little balls you get? Spirit orbs. <laughs> spirit orbs. <laughs> Only got 120 of them, I forgot what they're called. You get the spirit orbs, and you trade them in for health or stamina, right? Yeah. Okay. So, the health... Your max hearts is 30. So I get 30 hearts. So then all I can spend the points on is... Yeah, I forgot what it's called again. Spirit stamina. Orbs. Spirit of I spent them on stamina, right? Yeah. Which gives you... You start off with one full circle of stamina. Yeah. With the orbs you have left, you get a full second circle of stamina, and then two notches. Oh, no. <laughs> and I'm like, Why? <laughs> Why can't I get a full thing? Because <laughs> uh, you guys spend less hearts and more stamina. Yeah, but then I won't have even hearts across the top. I'll have like two spots for OCD <laughs> yeah, person's no nightmare. Way, there's no way to just you can't, you can't, so, There's not hidden. Um, no. No. Like, that's it. I got everything. I genuinely think that this might be I doubt it. the second best Zelda game I've ever played. What's the first? Now, my rankings for Zelda games are, is uh, it's controversial because my number one is Majora's Mask. My number two was Link to the Past. Oh. I think Breath of the Wild knocked Link to the Past down to three. Then four is Ocarina of Time. Then five is Wind Waker. So it's like you're already wrong. I mean, <laughs> it's it's a, it's a, it's objective. It's not very wrong. Oh, there but, it um, is. But uh. Yeah, yeah so, I think Breath of the Wild is like, I don't know, because I haven't finished it yet completely, but it's Majora's, really up there now. Majora's Mask is number one f- to me because of the story. Yeah. The story for Breath of the Wild is very... Minimal? It's it's very minimal, but it's there's a huge story there that you have to get sort of like through side quests and stuff. But the whole thing about it is... Um, The story is as different from the other main stories that it could be while still being about Ganon. Because, like, Majora's Mask, there's no Ganon. Right. You're not in Hyrule. You're in Termina. You're going after Skull Kid. And you're actually... The last boss is Majora's Mask. So, like, that's one of the things is it's so different and so deep is why I like Majora's Mask so much. Breath of the Wild tells you the story. Basically, the story that you learn throughout the game is the story that led up to the game. Yeah. And you're basically sort of finishing it, and it just takes a long time to really finish the story. Um, so that's what makes it like so different from any other Zelda game, while still being, basically, you have to defeat Ganon to save Hyrule. Yeah. Um, but it's one of those games... That, like, for me personally, ruined other open world games for me. I played Horizon Zero Dawn for probably four or five hours before the Switch came out. And then once the Switch came out, like, I stopped playing my PS4 until I beat Zelda, basically. Mm-hmm. So after I beat Zelda, I went back to Horizon, which is also an open world game. A lot of people have been making comparisons because you have, like, melee and you have special abilities and you're taking enemies down. So there's a lot of parallels between this and Zelda. Um, it's obviously 
a lot prettier just because it's on the PS4 mm-hmm. and all this stuff. That's cool. Um, it's a it's a very pretty game, but I started playing. There's like a little hill. I was like, oh, I'm gonna climb that hill, shoot some enemies with my bow and arrow. Well, I, I can't climb anything. Uh. So I'm like, okay, well that's just because I'm not I'm used to playing Zelda. But then I start thinking like, why can't I climb that? It's not like climbing it would break the game in some way. I don't know, there's lots of games I feel that way about, though, where I'm like, I can't jump over a box. Yeah, yeah, and and the whole thing that that I started thinking about, I was like, well, it's not like this is the first game where you can climb everything. There's Assassin's Creed. Right. But Zelda does climbing so much better. It's not hard to imagine. No, it's not hard at all. That's the whole thing, is Assassin's Creed, you're climbing, you push up, and he jumps off to the right, and then you fall in the water, and you're like, what happened? I didn't tell him to do that. And does anyone else find it weird, though, now that you mention that? That, like, for all your expert gymnast skills, you can't fucking swim. Yeah, it's very <laughs> weird. Like, oh, no, if I'd only learned Well, you sport. can in the later games. Well, the yeah, few but... So, for some reason, you fall into, like, desynchronized. You touched water. Like, okay. Assassin's Creed, whatever. <laughs> um, but that, that's what I think is so great about Zelda, is there's not much that it, in the way of gameplay that it actually does new. Or different, really. Everything you can do in Zelda, you could already do in other open world games. But you can do them, like, they're executed so much better. Like climbing. Right. Like, just exploration. Exploration's a big deal in any open world game. Right. But I've never, it's never been as satisfying as it is in this game. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's one of those things, I think people recognize that, because even though... You know, the install base for the PS4 is bigger, so Horizon sold more than Zelda has. That's just the way it has to be, because it's not possible to sell more games than you have consoles. Mm-hmm. But people are talking about Zelda way more than they are about Horizon. Yeah. And I just wonder, going forward, open world games are going to take some pages from Zelda. Oh, yeah. Like, there's there's no way they aren't going to. Um, I hope so. And I really hope they do, because it's one of those things that, for some reason, there's a stigma around copying games, whenever in reality... There's not. Uh, they, they do. Yeah, one of the things that bothers me the most is... I don't think I mentioned this on here. You drive in a bunch of different games. And we've been driving in games, like in 3D games, since 3D games were a thing. Like, yeah, Crazy Taxi. Yeah. There. And yet, games come out, like uh, Ghost Recon Wildlands. I don't know if you played this new Ghost Recon. No, there's driving. You can get into vehicles, and there's motorcycles and stuff, and they all control like crap. And all I can think is, this is inexcusable. And there's so many games where driving is done right. Yeah, I I I am with video games as you are to movies. Like I'm like they're a great idea, and I want to do them, (laughs) but money could be other things like movies, and you're like video games. So this is what happens. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But I, I, Breath of the Wild is one of those I want. Uh, Joey from So Wizard today was yelling at me that because it's like I'm not going to buy a Switch just to play Breath yeah. of the Wild. And that's really the only thing I would. He's like, yeah. buy a used Wii U. Yeah, like, buy a used Wii U. I'm like, no, because it's still money. Like, I'm still not spending. Right, yeah, yeah. You might as well just buy a Switch at that point. I'm not. Well, I mean, I'm just not going <laughs> to spend that amount right. of money to play the game. Yeah, yeah. After I, Mario comes out, you'll have two games. But my point is like. I made it this far without buying a Wii U. Like, I need one now. Yeah. I really can't I, uh, wait for like, Skyrim. I get that Joey was trying to help there, me, but... There's some great games on, this, on the Wii U. But, um... It's just not for me, man. Like, I... I, I and I, I actually played another game on my Switch already and beat it. 
Oh, well, shit. That's a real news. Crazy, right? Yeah. It's a uh, Shovel Knight. Oh, oh Shovel Knight. Yeah. That doesn't not count. The, not the original Shovel Knight, because the, 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 the Spectre game? of Torment DLC for it came out on the Switch on day one, and well, it comes out to other consoles later this month, I think. Um, Spectre of Torment is amazing. Yeah. Wow. I want to play it. Was it was really, really I good. I didn't enjoy the first one, so I won't be No, the first that. DLC for Shovel Knight wasn't very good. I thought Shovel Knight was fantastic. Sorry. The first DLC for Shovel Knight was A. And this DLC, I was like, this could have been bigger than its own game. Like, it was really, really good. Yeah. Um, yeah, Zelda. I really kind of hope that they do, they pull a Majora's Mask, is what people keep saying. Use the same one? engine and basically, you know, Turn around two years from now and have like a sequel. That's what they did with Majora's Mask. It came out two years later. They used the same engine, changed a couple of things, built a new world really quick. Yeah. And like, it only took them two years to make Majora's Mask, which is crazy. So, yeah. Especially if you know how intricate some of the missions are to get some of those masks. It's like they came up with all of this and made a game out of it in two years. Like, that's great. So, on a scale of one to ten, high odds. Yeah. yeah. That's the thing. Because it's number two, I would I would honestly give it a ten. Yeah. There's very little about that game that bothers me. And none of it bothers me to the point where I would think I would take off a point. Majora's Mask, ten. That's the problem. Majora's Mask is a ten. Breath of the Wild is a ten. Link to the Past is a ten. Ocarina of Time is a ten. And then probably Wind Waker, I'd give a nine. And that's why it's But the original five. gets zero love. Look, here's the thing, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't put them on my list if I haven't beaten them. And the first game is like frustrating. <laughs> and then the second game, you you, you no so second game sucks. The first game you know you know no, no, the first game was great. No, you know, but I'm saying you know when I beat Legend of Zelda, mm-hmm. I was 27. <laughs> I, was I tried, already married. So I, I, I tried now. to I tried to play it. I got a ROM for it or whatever, yeah. and I was playing it, and I got to the last. You're a pirate. Freaking dungeon. The last one. And something messes up when I try to save it. It saves yeah, it my save no, state. Gone. Mm. Completely gone. Everything was gone. Yeah, there are several that are like buggy, glitchy <sighs> like that. And I've played, I've even played mods since then. But yeah, no, I have a PSP and that's pretty much all I use it for. Was I was like, I'm going to beat Legend of Zelda. Yeah. I played Dante's Inferno with that on it. So that was it. <sighs> Kern, are you going to buy a Nintendo to play the Zelda um, probably not. Yep. <laughs> no. That's what we figured. No, no. I'm there I mean, you. I'm not saying I would never play it, but yeah, I don't see myself, you know, making that additional uh, purchase just to just to do that. Hey, uh, a quick note, because you mentioned Dante's Inferno. Yeah. I feel like Dante's Inferno is a perfect example of what I was talking about. about it's one of those things, it's a copy of God of War, and it was awesome. Oh, it's better. Well, yeah, I, 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 here's the thing. I beat Dante's Inferno. Oh, I too. never beat a God of War. Well, here's the thing with God, God of War. I don't know if you ever played Onimosha, but oh, God yeah, of War is yeah. Onimosha. Oh, Onimosha games are fantastic. <laughs> so Onimosha is obviously better. I yeah. know, like, Gears of War got so popular. I mean, like, not Gears of War, God of War. I beat God of War. I liked it. I even played Chains of Olympus and stuff. Nothing yeah. wrong with it. But there are Dante's Inferno and Onimosha are both better. Yeah. I don't know why it got blown up so big. The main reason I thought Dante's Inferno was better is because it had a story. Yeah. The story of God of War is, I'm angry. 
pretty much. I killed my family, but I'm going to be mad about somebody else. About he, he's it. like he's knock off Hercules, and then they just keep letting yeah. it go. That's why the new God of War X looks interesting. Well, it's him with his kid. Yeah, and it's like they're like we're yeah. actually going to explore the character. I was like, oh, you're yeah, well, right. it's kind of interesting. It's kind of interesting. Uh, have to see that. It's probably like another year or two away. We're getting kind of long in the tooth, but I want to go ahead and finish this podcast because we missed a week. Right. So let's yeah. finish strong here. Yeah. One thing real quick. Oh, go ahead. Because um, I, cause I said I would give more information on it on, on Tabletop Day. It's officially happening on April 29th. Yeah. It's not the same. It's over uh, Yellow City. Yellow City Comic uh, Yeah. Oh, cool. And so um, the, the geekandsundry.com has a lot of information on it. Um, if you go on, there's a link to go to the Tabletop Gaming, uh, which is uh, table, tabletopday.com. And on there, you'll see a few different links, one of which is the International Tabletop Day Teams Up with Extra Life news that I was announcing earlier. And that gives you some information on that. And then also at the bottom of that uh, main page, it's going to uh, have some options on what to do if you're a retailer, if you're wanting to host a community event, or if you're wanting to uh, stream a tabletop game. Do all game. of those things, guys. Yeah, so um, there's going to be a lot. There's going to be a ton of places. I forgot what the number was that they threw out, but it was it was a lot of places that are going to be hosting those tabletop games throughout the nation. So Sweet. Awesome. Well, yeah. definitely check it out. I'm sure there'll be some people doing it at the con, so that'll be cool. Right. Now... We saw some movies. Some of us saw some movies. Um, as you probably will know, Power Rangers came out. Woo! And Ghost in the Shell came out. <laughs> oh, they do. They do give it a go-go Power Rangers. No, I know. Do, 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 do. Um, I know. I haven't seen it, but I know more than I should for not seeing it. Well, that's probably good because nothing is about where you should. Um, so the movie itself... I Power Rangers, I would say it was really pretty good for yeah. like an action popcorn flick. Like the only thing that really, really, really bothered me was the fact that the guy that played Jason looked way too much like David Yost. Like he looks like <laughs> the Blue Ranger way too. Often. I thought he looked like Zac Efron. Uh, no, but uh, yeah, I bet. Well, I don't care what the Red Ranger looked like, but I I thought it was a great like. I, I went in there, I'm not like a huge, huge Power Rangers fan, um, but I went in there expecting it to be at least fun, maybe suit kind of yeah. cheesy, but it was actually a really good movie, and I was no, really it, impressed. It was. It was a great movie. I was movie. like, huh, this was really good. Uh, I mean, I would highly recommend it, and I'm, I'm saying that as a 1995 Fox Kids, Power Rangers the movie, drawing champion. So, uh, you know, brand ambassador. Yeah. I remember, um, I remember winning the original movie on VHS from our local Fox station. There you go. I That's also, awesome. <laughs> I saw the second Power Rangers movie in theaters. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was a perk. If you... That was real bad. <laughs> um, I think it's when I stopped watching the show. I was like, nah, no, sure. it's over. Yeah. Why is this little kid when he morphs the same height as everyone else? Uh, <laughs> but out of all the Power Rangers lore, like, it wasn't... I know everyone wanted that gritty R-rated trailer that we saw years ago. Oh, yeah. Look, that was a nice idea. But this is way better. But that was, yeah, that was never going to be like, you didn't really want that. You wanted those guys, but you didn't want them. So, as a big fan. Sure. And you're not such a big fan. Like, it's mostly because, so, 
I actually just found this out. I always thought that my parent, my parents, when we were little, banned us from watching Power Rangers. I always thought it was because me and my brother would pretend to be Power Rangers and play fight, and then I would hurt him because we're play fighting, and he would he would he'd go to my parents and be like, "I got her," blah blah. And I thought that's why um, it got banned, but no. My dad just recently told me it's because there was one time my brother was pretending to be a Power Ranger and landed a nasty kick right on my dad. And he was like, that's, that's it. This is, this is the end. <laughs> like hit him in the nads? Yeah. Kick? Yeah. Okay. So, here's <laughs> more for the time. Never again. Never yeah. again. The, 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 Rose is down. Yeah. <laughs> the, the impression I've gotten from other people is why I'm going to ask you this question. Okay. How would you, how campy was the movie to you? I didn't think it was that campy. Like, there are a few moments. I'd like, say it's Ghostbusters level of campy. I would See? say there's a few moments, like, when you get the, when you got the little, the the little guy to be like, I, 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 or whatever. Alpha and you got, he says I, I, I too much. And it, I only heard it once. I don't know if that's too much for some He's people. He's very then, annoying. Then you get the Rita, Rita to say, this is giving me a headache or whatever it was. Or make my monster grow. Yeah, she says, she says all the, and the, 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 and the bit, the bit with the, uh, the, the, when they're in the Zords or whatever, and they're like going, and it's like, dun, 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 like the old school see, music. I heard that happen, but then I heard the like the, the Megazord doesn't actually, you don't see it form. Yeah, this is, there's a, there's a super cop out, right? Yeah. So Goldart, let's go. Let's go. Like, do you feel like it could have had more callbacks or like no, like not not callbacks, but like more in common, like no. the fact that you don't see the Megazord form, no, the fact that Goldart doesn't have a face. No, I mean, like, there's things like that, but I think it could have been a better movie. I don't think it needed to be done in the same way as the TV show, though. Because if you see the originality they have in this, yeah. I mean, obviously it's based on, obviously it comes from yeah. Super Sentai, it comes from Power Rangers. Like, Zordon being in the Kryptonian-looking wall. That's yeah, cool. unique enough already. It's awesome oh, enough yeah. when you say, okay, then Alpha Relative 5 cool. being different, right? This is all so much different. I don't need to see the Zords form up like they did in the mm-hmm. show. I do wish they had shown them forming up because the way they cop out of it is really bullshit. Are they, do they just fall into lava yeah. or something? They, they fall into well, this. And you kind of see it. Kind of it. You kind of see it, but it's not. No, like, it's there's very smoky. It's, yeah, it's like flames and blackness mm-hmm. and coming together, and then you don't see. You anything. don't really see. You see some connections and yeah. stuff, but no. Yeah, it's um, still really Goldar good. Goldar is one of my big gripes. I also think there's does he really, talk? No. That's so dumb. He's a giant... Okay, in the movie, he's a giant mech Godzilla creature made of molten gold that digs up these crystals that are buried in the earth that keep life. The Zeta crystals or whatever? So, okay. uh, the biggest gripe I have is that the villain... I mean, this is not just this movie. This is a criticism of most superhero movies. The villain's pretty weak. The fact that we find out that Zordon was a, a Red Ranger... Rita was a Green Ranger. They were on the same team, and she betrayed them. They're all very interesting. All yeah, very that's cool. good. Yeah. But the problem is, then she's just her power level is ill-defined to me. Yeah. Because mm. at times she's able to just like throw people across the room just by looking at them, and the next moment she just she's got the kicked. she's got the the what do you call it the witch from from Suicide Squad. Yeah. Yeah, very oh, much. Just like one minute she's this powerful, and and, and if anyone gets too much camp, too many one-liners, too many callbacks, it's Rita, and she looks the least like her character. 
That was, the, that was the interesting thing I heard from a lot of people was that she's, her and, you know, uh, Cranston are like the star power. Like, just, they're like the right. two biggest actors. Yeah. And somehow Elizabeth Banks was like one of the weakest performances. Oh, definitely. Oh, really? Like, you all thought so? I really liked I heard her a lot in of it. people say that. I liked her a lot in the role. I thought she did a great job. No. I think, I think the reason they said that though is because she was trying to be campier than the movie was. It really was. It did yeah. come off that way. Like, she was normal Elizabeth Banks, which is a little bit over the top. Yeah. The movie isn't quite there. Um, okay, so. She was the Green Ranger in the past. Mm-hmm. Is do they defeat her at the end, or who's the man? Yeah. Okay. yeah. So, is there any like sign or post credits or anything that leads? Do you think there's gonna be a Green oh, Ranger? Oh yeah. 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 yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, there is. They do the there thing is. where there's a jacket over a chair. Is it Jason David Frank? And they go, <laughs> no, no, he's in the movie. Is but, he really? Yeah. Oh, him, fuck. Him, him and Amy Joe Johnson. Yes. yes. Okay. For like two seconds. For like, they're they're in a crowd shot. It's very way better than Ghostbusters. Oh, I'm so excited. That's, that's fucking <laughs> so good. anyway, there's a chair. You say, in the, the they, they do a stinger. <laughs> they did a stinger, but the stinger's like right after the main credits. Uh huh. Not after the whole thing, and it's a chair in their classroom where they're all in detention and stuff. And the guy goes, Tommy Oliver. Oliver, uh, and then it just keeps spreading out, and then you just see this green jacket over a chair and yeah. stuff. And mm. So Tommy Oliver will be in the next, and they said they want to make like six of them. Yeah, yeah. that's their plan. And I'm like, it did well. It's and, not like I could definitely um, better than Transformers. I'll say yeah. that, and I like Transformers. I loved all the better than Ghost in the Shell. So okay. <laughs> I loved all the, the, the Power Rangers, too. Like, each yeah. of the kids, yeah. like, got really, that, got enough screen time and got enough character development, I thought. Because at first, I, I thought it was just going to sit around the, the that, piece. That was one the, of the things, is that, like, the original show, you never knew much about no, them. They were no. just teenagers, like, literally, like, I am mad. teenagers with attitude. Like, that, was that, was the most, that was the most character development thing. That was the most character development you got. <laughs> I, so, um, I will say there's a Krispy Kreme plug. Oh, like, there's like 60 Krispy Kreme. Okay, but here's what pissed that's me off. Fine. I like Krispy Kreme. Yes, but there's never an Ernie's. <laughs> oh, that's fine. They up. never like <laughs> Yeah, here's, here's the other question that I have to ask about the connection with the old stuff. Is there a Vulcan skull? No. No, there, but there's. Oh, there, but there's. Never mind. Fuck hold, this hold on, hold on. <laughs> While there's not a Vulcan skull, because they would be too campy to. Yeah, there. I guess. There, there, are, <laughs> there, there are two. There are two, like, female, like, mean girl bitches that are in the movie that I felt like. There's we're also gonna, a bully. Was there like the modern bulk and skull? I felt like right? they were. Their nicknames were going to be like at some point Bitch somebody was somebody Bitch was going to somebody was going to make the name happen. Uh, there's a weird scene that I thought was a very Power Rangersy from being a child, and the, there always had to be a moral to the story about you stick together, you fight as one, don't do drugs. You know, cheaters never win. Was the whole like uh, don't send nudes? Yeah, don't send nudes. <laughs> <laughs> Goats and nudes, because your bitch best friend will share it with everybody. And no, it was just funny that they, they like they actually stop and have a whole scene about like I'm a horrible person. We can't morph, and it's my fault. Why? Because I did a bad thing. What did you do? She trusted me with those photos, and I sent them to. <laughs> like it is totally after school special. Yeah, and um, it does. It, but it comes off like that to me. So the other thing that I've heard. I think this is the only other thing I could pick up that I, I would ask about. Is there's putty patrol. Kind of. They're nothing like the old ones. Do you remember the rock from the shitty Fantastic Four that happened last? Yeah. Oh, welcome to his brothers. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay, so. <laughs> but 
what I heard was that like they spend more time training to fight them than actually yes. fighting them. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's all training montage. That's all it's they do. It's not as anticlimactic as it sounds. It's they really spend, not because they do, they train with like holograms, so it's almost like you're still getting the same experience yourself. Mm-hmm. But they have a final battle, and it's pretty much just training them to be ready for this one time battle. It's not them constantly defending Earth. Now, you said Fantastic Four. Sure. Which is not related to this at all. But in Fantastic Four, they didn't have their powers until like over halfway through the movie. Yeah. In Power Rangers, do they get their powers pretty quick? Uh, well, yeah. you say their powers. I guess there's different levels to that throughout the movie that right, they right. kind of explore. Like, no, they get powered they up. They find the coins. And they yeah. get like superhuman powers right away. They're, they're, right, right, right. they're pretty beefed up. The ability to morph. They have to connect to the morphing grid. Okay. And they yeah. don't get that till later on. Yeah, pretty near much. Near the end of the movie. movie. But they do. They say it's morphing time. Yeah. Yes, they do. Of course. They That's su- the thing. I feel like there's Ever, I think everyone gets to say it's more of a time I think in the movie. <laughs> Not really. I know that at least the Red Ranger and Zordon, I think. Yeah. So um, is it like a flashback of when Zordon yes. was the Red Ranger? Yeah. Okay, that's It opens cool. with that, See, actually. this is the funny thing. Um, Cranston was on Colbert, I think, like the... In the week leading up to Power Rangers coming out. Well, he did leave. And he walks out in a Red Ranger suit. Yeah. And when he sat down, he was like, What's this all about? And he goes... You didn't know I was a Red Ranger, and I was like, oh, "Well, it had been it had it's, been rumored for years." It's just interesting because I was like, I hadn't heard any of those rumors. So when it came out, I was oh. like, "What the hell is this?" And then afterwards, I was like, "Zordon used to be a Red Ranger." I was like, "What?" <laughs> yeah, Who I was did. his Zordon. I didn't what know was going on. <laughs> I didn't know you knew that. Yeah. Does uh, that mean the new Red Ranger is going to be a Zordon in the sixth movie? No, Zordon's going to be a Zordon. It seems. Yeah. yeah, he gave up the ability. Somebody dies. One of the Rangers dies. Oh, okay. One of the new ones. Yes. Oh. But... Is it the black one? Oh, you mean the black ranger? Or, or the mean, black... Or the black guy? guy. the black ranger. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, it's Zach, really funny. Like, Zach, uh, so I love whenever it's like, I'm black. No, you're not. No, you're not. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so here's my... Here's one other complaint. Zach. The actor that plays Zach as in high school. I'm... I wasn't surprised when I Googled it. I Googled it because I knew I was going to be right. He's our age. Oh, was he really? Yeah, but they're like, he's Asian, it doesn't matter. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh, it matters. They can't tell. Nobody can tell that he's like <laughs> five, six tell. years older than everybody else. They're all, I mean, they're all in their early 20s, so they're not too okay. out of age. Then yeah. I'm going to I'm gonna audition for the Green Ranger. Yeah, when it comes might out. as well. I mean, I'm going to be, I could be lots of ambiguous, right? Just, there's a green jacket, so some well, they someone Tommy named Tommy. Tommy. Yeah, but Tommy's but, a girl's name. Yeah, no, that's, that's, that's what I'm saying. That's but, a, uh, all yeah. the whole cast, that they were interviewing them afterwards, and they were like, we want it to be a girl. Um, really? Yeah. You know what? You know. Not crazy? that they get a say in it, but yeah. there, there's a there's a lesbian apparently in the group there. Yeah. And you know what? It uh-huh. is ham-fistedly handled. But not only that, is it be- streaming? Yeah. Yeah. But the best part about it is that not only is it ham-fistedly handled, it's not even like apparently clear because I was like watching it. Yeah. I'm like, so was that was? Yeah. That there's the not moment? like there's not like a straight like she's kissing a girl. There's no like I'm a lesbian moment. It's like a. Very he's like boyfriend trouble, and she just looks, and he's like girlfriend, girlfriend trouble, and she looks like, away. She's and like, that's it. That's it, though. Like that's one of those weird things that I feel like. I think we talked about it last time about how badly Mass Effect Andromeda handled a trans character, yeah. and I'm just like, why is it that Hollywood and games seem to be so bad at handling? Well, and it LGBTQ. wasn't. It wasn't necessarily bad. It's just that it wasn't. Op- it wasn't like they're like they she's an openly gay. Yeah. 
They had Power said Ranger, that it like, was going to be pretty subtle. Yeah, and they, they well, were like saying she's openly gay, and after but, watching the movie, I'm like, no, she's not. They never said. To Kern's <laughs> point, I get pretty upset about this again. Like the the thing with uh, Beauty and the Beast, and with Star <laughs> Trek, and other stuff. Yeah. We don't need a flag on the play, man. Like we all know what it is. Yeah. Oh yeah. You don't and, have to announce it before like, it happens. Yeah. Look at look at the Matrix. How many of those characters were you like, uh, or any of the Anne Rice movies? You're like, they're all super gay. Yeah. They're all super gay. And no one had to tell us that. Yeah. We yeah. just knew they were gay. And now it's like they have to come out and they're like having a press statement. Yeah. They're like, really there will be a gay character in this. Good day. Yeah. And I don't understand. It's the gay. Well, what's weird though, yeah. I think the reason they do it for characters in movies and even all the TV shows, I'll pay attention to TV, is that like, when like a football player, you know, comes out. Okay. It becomes, he has to have a press conference. It's the top news on every news site you go to. Right. Blank is gay. It's like, why is this? It shouldn't be a big deal. It should just be right. a thing that happens, and everybody's cool with it, and we go on with our lives. And it feels like, it. to me, it's even more ridiculous that you're announcing that a fictional character right. is gay. It's like, this hey, alien is yeah, also gay. Yeah. This girl that exists within this two-hour movie only. It's gay, so we just want to make sure everybody knows before you go. No in. one's going to be right. upset. Going but you don't in. have to do that. Like yeah, people, you no don't need it. that. No. Like you don't need to warn us that there's going to no, be a gay No, especially when character. it's the level of like Lafu or Sulu or or, or this the, the Yellow Ranger. Yeah, like right. it's yeah. such a mild level of like. I guarantee you, any street in America, you're going to be something. Even if you're just like, even if they're not actually homosexual, they're going to be like, that's eh, kind of gay. That is more gay than any of these movies. Yeah. It's almost as if, like, they're saying, we're going to have a gay guy in our film, as if, like, gay people are going to be like, I have no interest in that film. Well, you know they're going to have a gay guy. Right, exactly. Really? It's It's like, I think what happens (laughs) is that the the writers write the stuff in. And they just want it to be a part of the story because they want to be inclusive. They want to yeah, add. Yeah, no, but, I get But then, like, the studios and stuff are like, applaud us because we put a gay character in. No, I applaud us. No, I'm okay with this. It's I like, would, okay. I, I would like to, to mention there is something in there that I thought was really well handled. Yeah. Which was, uh, in the movie, Billy is autistic. Yeah, he's on the oh, autism really? spectrum. Yeah. He's definitely, I mean, he's on there pretty good. Uh, he, on there pretty good. Well, I mean, they did a not really my, good job like, of it. Here's though. the thing: I don't get people's facial like I say stupid shit all the time because I just don't understand people's facial yeah. cues and stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm obsessed with compulsion. I'm probably a little bit. I'm okay with it. I got cousins. I got kids. I got friends. I don't care. Doesn't have kids. Go on. I'm saying that <laughs> my cousins have kids. I got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know people that do that like have, have it pretty good. That, that are yeah. That are heavily. I mean, like yeah. learning disability from it. Deeper on the spectrum or whatever. And I thought that this was really helpful. Like I would take my my little cousins that are. I would take my some of my friends' kids that are. Some of my friends that are because it's a really positive portrayal. Yeah. And the way he handles it and it, he doesn't hide it. Yeah. And he tells people up front. And they're like, yeah. okay, we get it. You don't have to tell us. 
Yeah. But that's how it feels like. I mean, cause you don't know. You're like, look, I'm weird because I don't know. Yeah. So I thought it was really well handled because they didn't make fun of him because no. of it. And they they made... picked on him, but they picked on him for being a nerd, not for being autistic. Yeah. Mm. And like the, the the response that the, the Red Ranger, had, Jason, has to whenever he's trying yeah. to tell him, he's like, it's fine, dude. It's cool. You don't have to tell me about it. We're, we're cool. And it's like a very good response to somebody yeah. who's wor- probably worried about coming off yeah. as strange because they have that... Because they're on the autism spectrum, it's like you don't have to. Awesome. You don't have to worry about it. You can just we're, we're just. You, you don't I'm really sad that that didn't get hasn't gotten more press because I thought it was a really positive. It, yeah, but it would also be weird, as weird or maybe weirder if they were like announcing. No, not an announcement. Not an announcement. I'm saying more people, more reviews and stuff. I wish people had oh, a lot yeah. of it more. No, I haven't heard yeah. anything. Like, I haven't heard anybody talk about that. Until and say, and say that like the way it's portrayed yeah. is in a positive light. I'm not saying it's perfect. I'm not saying it's not stereotypical. But it's a positive portrayal. Yeah. yeah. Well, remember, uh, it's weird to think about, but after South Park aired their Tourette's episode. Right. Like the National Tourette's Association or whatever, the organization about Tourette's awareness, sent them a letter saying, this is the most accurate portrayal of Tourette's we've ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> this is the most respective, yeah. respectful way we've seen it handled before. Because, like, the whole idea of the episode thing was, like, Cartman was pretending to right. be. But so he can yell what he had. Right. Yeah. And, like, so Cartman got called out on that and was like, that's, it's weird that South Park did anything that would be recognized right. yeah. in that way. Um, but, yeah, that's really cool. I'm, it, it is weird that I hadn't heard that. Like you yeah. said, you wish more reviews. It's I really I do. Because it's, yeah. it's been something that, like, I saw it, and I came out of that, and that was one of the things I was really, really impressed with. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'd say overall, I'd give it, like, maybe seven and a half. Yeah, at least a seven, I would say. It was really... So you see the sequel when it comes out. Oh, yeah. yeah. definitely. I mean, I think... That, I'd probably go see it again in theaters if somebody else needed to go. Yeah, it's it's a pretty good, it's a pretty good story. Sounds like, fun. the story is not weak, but it's not great. I'd say the villain is probably the weakest part, but you're not going for that. I think Zordon's story and the kids is more than enough because Goldar does get put off being just a generic monster of the day. Yeah. Yeah. He's like the kaiju of the... Yeah. The only other question I'll have, I guess, is to defeat Rita. Is she, like, dead, or is she putting a canister on the moon, or, like... She is bitch-slapped into space. I'm pretty sure she okay. ends up in the moon. Yeah. This is, that's, that, that's oh, very really? Because, like, she gets hit, and they're, like, they slap her, and she floats <laughs> with the Zord, mm-hmm. and she, like, this is why I say what they have a power level deal. She's apparently powerful enough that she can be slapped by a Zord and be okay. And thrown in... It's, like, it's like, literally a team... Like, size, like, she has yeah. to make herself grow or something? Yeah. No. no. It's like okay. it's like a it's like a team rocket blasting off again. Moment. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but she ends up in space and uh, she freezes. Now they found her. She was in the water and all dried out and came back to life with gold. She apparently is a leprechaun too. Great. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I think that she's going to end up on the moon. Is there any sign of like Zed? No, like didn't okay. see any mention. I could see no mention nor hint of it, but I assume that that's going to happen. In the next one, probably. I even think Ivanus and Finster are going to be around. So. Really? That would be kind of cool. So okay, so who's after all them? Who, who was the? Oh, I think that's that's a couple of movies. Right? No, no, but I'm saying from the old stuff. Do you remember who it was? What do you mean? Who was the bad guy? Because it because it was Rita. Then it was Zed. And then oh. Rita and Zed were like married or together. Whatever. But then I'm saying I think it would be Rita, Zed, Rita and Zed. I think that they bring in someone to help, and since they've already wasted Goldar, Finster, the monster maker. Yeah. 
Then he comes in. He was in, cool, yeah. Yeah, makes monsters. And then maybe Ivan Ooze shows back up. I think you have to bring back Ivan Ooze. Because he's the best part of that movie. That movie is horrible. Well, he was in the X-Men Apocalypse so last year. <laughs> yes, he was. And the X-Men beat him. But, but the oh, Power Rangers Lord. haven't yet yeah. in this universe. Well, do we have any other... The only other thing is the Ghost in the Shell, which I will take questions on at uh, this time. Uh, well, I was going to say the last Power Rangers thing. Okay, oh, last is, I just hope that this success gets us a Beetleborgs movie. Oh, oh my God. I want VR <laughs> Rangers, so... Can we have a... What is it, Zoids? Zoids. There's so many things. <laughs> Challenge Beast the GoBots. Beast Wars. They're, they're part of Transformers. Okay, so so Ghost in the Shell. Yes. Did you like it? Yes. Okay. Um, as do you think the the people who love the anime are going to like it a lot? I think it depends on what you like from the anime. What what about the anime? Did interest you, like you. The yeah. Most? I mean, because there's different aspects of it. I don't think any of them are really lost. Yeah. But it depends on what you like, whether or not it translates as well as some other parts. What would you rate the movie out of a 10? Honestly, I'd probably say about the same as Power Rangers, like a 7. Sweet. 7 and a half. I'm really excited to see it. I'm seeing it tomorrow. So. Uh, yeah. What time tomorrow? Um, good. I don't know yet because. <laughs> I'm in school, then I can't go. <laughs> yeah. He's like, like, I know I can't. Like, I can't you, go. You work tomorrow. No, no I don't. Oh, you don't no. work tomorrow? No, I have tomorrow. Are you going to go during the day? No. Probably. If you go during the day, I might go with you. Oh. Oh. There we go. Chris wants to see a movie. Yeah, because Trent and I are going, I love, so you can totally come along. So I, w- I would love to tell you guys what I think, and then you can all come back and yell at me, because you'll probably all hate it like the rest of America. Well, I'm really hoping it's good. I really want it to be good, so unless it's terrible, I'm not going to well, hate it. Well, here's my non-spoilery part. Um, the acting... Is really good. I think that it's hard for Scarlett Johansson to have a character that's supposed to be portrayed as somebody struggling with their humanity mm-hmm. and not come across robotic. I mean, that's, yeah. that's I think that's an unfair deal. Uh, the other argument is whitewashing. Sure, it's addressed in the film. It is uh, not greatly, I'll admit, but. Uh, I can always I can always see past that since she's supposed to be a robot. Well, I mean that's really kind of what it comes down to. Yeah, yeah. What, I saw a post today. I think I can't remember what website it was. It was like they were like Avatar: The Last Airbender, Dragon Ball Z, yeah, and now Ghost in the Shell. What what, what do they have in common besides being box office bombs? Whitewashing. And my first thought was and terrible writing, like and uh, not and Ghost in the Shell is. I mean, that's the, thing. That's, that's the outlier, obviously. But, like, Dragon Ball Z, the place to make character of the nation guy, still a fucking terrible movie. Right. The, those <laughs> movies will be terrible. Replace the main guy of the nation guy. I actually yeah. like... Here's the problem. I never watched the anime, so I like the movie. Oh, really? Oh, my God. That's so sad. Like, real shit movie. So, like... <laughs> well, like, Ghost in the Shell, obviously, I haven't seen yet, but I'm like... My argument, without seeing it yet, the reason it didn't do well... Has nothing to do with it being a good or bad movie. No, I, I really the marketing didn't uh, didn't like make the movie appealing to a broad audience. Well, they made the adverti- they made the advertising for fans of the anime, hoping that that would get enough attention. Here's my here's my thing on it. I think that I've never believed in the whole Rotten Tomatoes and critics kill movies. Right? Yeah, this might actually convince me though because there is no way. Like I watched. Uh, uh, Ex Machina the other day. Mm-hmm. Right around the same, like, either the day of or the day after the day before I've watched mm-hmm. Ghost in the Shell. I'm sorry. 
Ghost in the Shell is far superior. Like, here's the thing. Ex Machina is interesting, and yes, I get that there's questions, and it's well made for an indie movie, and his initial debut, blah, 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 and has great performances, but it's still really small, and the philosophy that it handles is really narrow and ham-fisted in some aspects, Mm -hmm. and just doesn't, it doesn't resonate as well, I think. It has better scenes in some senses, but not. Whereas, I think, for me, in Ghost of the Shell, what I really like is the questioning of the humanity. Mm Mm-hmm. And that comes through very strong. Well, and I feel like the the critics and stuff really kind of killed it for Ghostbusters. I thought because I thought that Ghostbusters was a fun movie. See, and I mean, this is where this is where I'm saying like I don't believe in it because at the same time I look at Ghostbusters, I'm like there are problems with that movie. There are serious problems with the movie. I uh, loved it. So I mean, maybe that's what that way I'm with Ghost of the Shell. But Ghost of the Shell is one of those movies that's up there with Appleseed and Armitage and Ninja Scroll. Like these are mm-hmm. movies that. Like got me into the they got me into the thing. So I, well, I'm glad I, to hear that it's not trash. I don't think <laughs> in any stretch of the imagination. Here's the thing: even if you go, okay, the performance is sucking. They the look, the production value is so good. Some of the CGI, not so much. I'll mm-hmm. admit, um, you'll see it when you see it. It's not great. Okay. Um, Scarlett Johansson, I thought was amazing. Almost all of her supporting cast is great. All of Section Nine is great. Mm-hmm. Um, there's other parts. Not so great. Um, I don't know. I just I'm, I'm really upset about this whitewashing thing because I don't know if I was talking. I talked to Chris about this before, but I don't know if I mentioned to you guys. I can't sit here and have an argument one minute that whitewashing is ruining things, and then the next minute have an argument that Finn Jones shouldn't be Iron Fist because we need to make Iron Fist an Asian guy. Like, you can't yellow wash something and whitewash something else and make the argument say that it's okay. It's the same. It's okay. I guarantee you the people that think, that like pretend like Iron Fist has whitewashing are people that aren't familiar with the source material. No, but they are. They're like, but if he, why couldn't he be an Asian guy? And I'm like, no, he could. I get that. It's totally it legit. Is, why can't, why can't Major but, be a, but why, if, why, you were, if you remember back when we started addressing the whole whitewashing issue with Ghost in the Shell whenever it was uh, first coming out. Um, you know, the one thing that kind of rings true is that if you don't want your anime characters to be portrayed by white people, don't draw them. Well, I mean, but that's not, that's not even the point. The point for me is that, okay, Arn Fisk can be an Asian character. I get that. His race isn't really important. His wealth, his influence, his background is. Right. That could come from any color. I don't care. He could be black. Right. But I think the same argument can be made very well for Ghost in the Shell. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. So if it's okay to make Danny Rand Asian, why is it not okay, okay to make, make whoever anything? Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, as long as race isn't like Luke Cage is a good example. Luke Cage plays Has a lot, to be black. pretty much because he has yeah. it's a big part of his character and his time in prison and being you know coming from that background that matters. Bruce Wayne can be any color. Yeah. yeah. Superman's right. a goddamn alien. He can be any color. He can be but it, yellow. But, but for me, green. it goes back to how the character was originally created. Well, I mean, that's fine, but you I'm know, saying it's not the heart of the matter. It doesn't, Superman doesn't no, have to be a white guy. Not. To, but, for but the story that's to where work. the that's where the argument lies. Is that is that if you draw a character like the Black Panther or well, Luke the Cage, Black Panther and then, is a great, and is a great example. Hire, He's an African hire, prince. You can't right. make him white or any or Asian well, or anything. There's white Africans. Well, I mean, I mean yes, the, but the none of them are princes, that, though. Is that that's not how they're originally drawn? Well, I mean, I don't. If care they were originally drawn, you know, it was just like we were talking about a gay Superman. If he was, if he was originally created gay, 
Who cares if he's gay? I don't care if he's gay. If he's gay, he's gay. But don't, let's not make him gay just for the sake yeah, of being no, gay. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So let's yeah, not make a white character. Argument. Well, and the black thing is that for the sake of making it a black character. I don't character. think. So, like, hang on a second. But they're not going when they when the people complain about the whitewashing and Ghost in the Shell. When you look at her character in side by side with the character from the anime, she's spot on. Right. But the, the only thing that it's... But you're not whitewashing at that point. Well, I mean, but they call her Asian. They, they say she's you're Asian not in the deal. The only difference yeah. is, is that she's, but she's not a goddamn robot. That's the actress. Yeah, the... That's the only difference. She is not from Japan. So now it's a nationality thing. It's not a whitewashing well, thing. It's I a mean, nationality thing because she looks identical. I mean, my, my personal two cents on this is I really get upset about it, especially on Iron Fist. Not because I think Danny Rand should be a white guy. Like I said, I'm fine with it. But no one calls out Colleen Wing. They're just fine because it's an Asian player. Here's the problem, though. The actress is, like, Filipino and Chinese. Colleen Wing is Japanese and Chinese. So why are we not upset about this? Yeah, we're not, we're taking specific. jobs away from, from Japanese actresses. Yeah. yeah. But that's the thing. Like, what the way I like to see it is, like, when it comes to movie portrayals, I don't think it necessarily has to be like the original. I don't think that, like, this, because the character was written and drawn white, they don't have to be played by a white guy. Or if they're, if they're written black, unless it's integral to the character, right. like Luke Cage, it doesn't or have black to be Black Panther is like a prime I, example. I like the idea of, like, if you get the person in an audition who just kills it, no matter what yeah. nationality they are, Look, they're the ones that would get to do the role. But let's let's be honest and let's call let's let's freaking play devil's advocate. I mean, you know, if if you take a white character, and I'm gonna be a dick on this, if you take a white character and you make him black, everybody's gonna be okay with it. But let's take that black character and make him white. I don't think that's true, man. Like, it's not true. You see how many people got pissed off. So many no no. So many people got pissed off when Johnny Johnny was a black guy in Fantastic oh, yes, Four. This is a very so big. many people were pissed off because they're like, he's not originally well, my, black. Yeah, he's supposed to be sister. He's him and him and um and the invisible woman are supposed to be his brother sister. People were super pissed about that. People were mad there were black stormtroopers. Okay. Yeah. A goddamn like, it alien. does happen. Ancient aliens. That's because people didn't understand that they weren't clones anymore. Like, well, yeah. Um. I mean, I'm not saying that you're overall in general. I get what you're trying to say. Yeah. On the whole, yes, people are more sensitive one way than the other. But that, it that does is a still legit. That's a legit comment, and I support yeah. that 100. Like, I will tell you that yes, for some reason, it's okay to make people like. Apparently, the argument to make Danny Rand. Asian is acceptable, but the argument to make the a- the the Asian major white isn't. Isn't yeah. yeah. I was gonna say, um, in general, people get mad when a race is turned white, but not. Yeah, and that's what Kurt's saying. Way. Like, yeah. I get that. Well, because like, cause what here's, what, here's what I was thinking about whenever he was saying that. Um, the first trailer for Death Note came out. Right, right. And people were, and white is a white guy. Right, right. Because it takes place and in America. Everybody's mad about that, but. L is a black guy. Now, every time I've seen people say blackwashing, they only say it in a joking way. Yeah. No one actually cares that L is black. No. No. But everybody's super pissed that life is, is white. Which is super dumb because it takes place in America. Yeah, you could have yeah. had an American but Asian actor. But that's the point. Actor, it's like, but... Death Note's a prime example. Does it matter? No, no it, doesn't. No, it, doesn't. it doesn't. It doesn't matter at all. Their race plays no role in that story. No. Zero. Even the location, like the fact if they wanted to make it in Japan, no, or it's Mexico all about the goddamn. City, no, it wouldn't but, matter at all. And it's I mean, not an important 
I get the, the point. I get the point that Hollywood, they want Hollywood to become more diverse. They yeah. want, you know, we have so many white actors and there's so many movies where there's just white people everywhere and, and nothing else. And so I understand that they want to, everybody wants to add more diversity into Hollywood and get, like, more races playing other characters. And that's why I really like the Power Rangers. Yeah, I Because was, I, I super everybody it. was, was, it was, everybody was all mixed up and we had, nobody yeah. was the same. I don't much. think anyone here says that a character has to be a certain race. Right. It just, I think we all share the same concern that, like, why is it acceptable yeah. to have a one-way conversation about this? Yeah. I think um, I don't get it. I mean, I guess I guess what my point is on that is that you know, and and I and and I'm not I'm not trying to say this to be like adamant on the on the deal, but it's it's kind of to drive my point to an a, an extent and be as courteous as possible. Is when I talk about how if the character was drawn a certain way, then let's see that character drawn that way. I guess it would be the same thing as if we turn freaking Rocket Raccoon into a monkey. Right, you know, because we think that right. be cuter, and, and no, I, or we think that be more I, I get, acceptable. I, get I mean, it. you're totally taking the character, you know, or or making him a Snow White raccoon instead of a gray but the, cat. But the you know point what I'm is, saying? if it doesn't I mean, matter, it, like for some characters, it with some no, it doesn't matter. It really doesn't, it doesn't matter. Matter like Batman just, is a prime example. No, it doesn't. And I'm not yeah. going to get bent out of shape if they make freaking Rocket <laughs> Raccoon solid white, or if they make him pink. I don't care. As long as the I mean, movie's Batman funny. Batman just doesn't have to be a white guy. That's, right. that's there's, a point. There's certain characters that, that works. Right. Like, but like the Blue Light do. in Death Note. Nope, it doesn't matter. No, no point. At all. But no. others, it's a very, like, if you take this, like, you can take something like Schindler's List and make it, like, somewhere else. It doesn't work. Yeah. I, I was going to say, right? I, we're, we're kind of going over yeah. points yeah, we, we, we talked we, about. But I was just, I was going to say, like, um, the real issue in Hollywood isn't the acting and the casting part. There's way more issues than that. Because it's oh. like, there's not enough Asian actors in the first place. Because there's not enough, like, Asian casting directors and writers and directors. Like, there's there's way deeper problems than just what we're seeing on screen. And that's the problem is people just focus on what but, they see on I screen. I mean, you say that, and, like, here's the thing. I feel like it goes back to the thing about we have to have an announcement that we're putting a gay character in a movie. Yeah. They do the same thing whenever it's, like, a director or but, but look back in the day, like, Big Trouble in Little China. Like, how many Asian actors were in that goddamn movie? I'm not saying that that's a prime example. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, it was a diverse, the whole thing was a diverse thing. Oh, yeah. No one, Terminator had diverse crowds. Like, all these movies used to, it never used to be a thing. And I'm not yeah. saying... Make movies great again. I'm saying <laughs> that, like, I don't get what's happening right now in Hollywood, yeah. where we've actually reverted farther back yeah. than we were 20 years ago. Yeah, that's weird. Where we have to announce when a character's sexuality instead of just letting the story be Go. the story. Yeah, where we have to worry about what race somebody is because they're somebody's going to be offended that they're not another race. It's like, look, the story's the story. Did you enjoy the story? Then shut the fuck up. Yeah. Right, yeah. Was the movie good? Did you like the movie? Did you like the character? Right. Yeah, but it would have been better if he was Asian. Fuck you. Yeah. Like, it wouldn't have been... I'm sorry. They're like, well, Iron Fist could have been if you totally rewrote it. I'm like, yeah, they can do that. And it's called Shang-Chi, Master of Kung Fu. It already fucking exists. Let's make that series. Fine, yes. But it's something else. Yeah, like, yeah. they're like, well, what if Batman did I'm like, fine, call it Night Moon. I mean, Moon Knight. Moon Knight, like, yeah. yeah. like... I don't, I, don't understand, I don't understand why we're having these conversations about things that already exist. You think you're the first fucking person to have this idea that there should be a black Batman? You're, 
you're blowing my mind, man, that you're that <laughs> dumb. Like, when people have these arguments online. Because I sit there and read all through these Iron Fist ones, and I read about it again when Ghost in the Shell comes up. Like, these movies exist. If you want an Asian major, go watch the cartoon. Yeah. Watch the anime. You'll be perfectly fine. The movie itself doesn't suffer because there's a white woman in it. It's fine. That's that's not one of the problems with the movie. Yeah. Like, uh, there was no point where they were like, oh, God, this is going to throw the whole movie off. <laughs> uh, anyway. Anyway, we've gotten a little ranty, but we, yeah, we, we well, did it. <laughs> it deserved to be ranty. Yes. But, yeah, so those are the two movies we're going to go see tomorrow, so. Um, Kern, you should also see it sometime in your life. life. Yes. Ghost, Ghost in the, the Shell. Also, Power Rangers, but Ghost in the Shell would be more. Okay. okay. Yeah, I may go do. I may go see it tomorrow. Because I think uh, you would all enjoy it. Yeah. Okay. But I'm probably wrong. Well, I don't know. I want to enjoy it. Ghosts. (laughs) Or shells. Or shells. Wait, I have one more question. I didn't see one damn shell. Huh? Other touch cones. Yeah, there's everything is there. You're not going to be upset. Okay. Because I didn't see any of them in the trailer. They even they even do the like the deep dive and the spider tanks. It's all there. Boy, I don't know what the fuck they're talking about. Yeah. Like all the things you think they can't do. They'll do. Okay, here's, so here's what I remember from watching Ghost in the Shell. Uh, the purple haired chick was outside. There was like a robot. And she was like on top of the robot. Yeah. She like broke the robot. That, that's what I'm saying. That's the spider tank. It's still there. Yeah. Okay. That's all I remember. I've seen the, I've seen the video of her get, get on the spider tank. Yeah. So I'm really excited I about think, that. I think she got in the spider tank. And I remember thinking, is she the ghost? And is that the shell? No. <laughs> well, you'll find out. It's made very apparent if you yes. watch the actual. I, I always anyway, thought, I always assumed the Ghost in the Shell is like the idea of a soul inside of. Yes, it yeah, it's basically human. yeah. Great, sweet, fantastic. We did it. We did it. We have finished. We hope you enjoyed this extra long video. Is it a lot? This is the longest one ever. Two minutes. Two hours and like four minutes. Well, oh, this, well, this probably is longer be, than that. No, well, it's longer, but that's because we've been. It's the that's whole true. Call. We've been Every chatting. Before, yeah. so, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> and then three takes to get the intro. So we're all good. We're all good. We're all good. Uh, shout out to the Nerd Podcast Mafia, as always. And we're calling it a night. Yeah. Anyway. Check out the Truffle Cottage. We'll see y'all on the flip side. Thanks. Bye. Thanks. Bye. Bye bye. <laughs> I'm waiting for everyone to do a pitch, and I'm like, come on. Oh, I can pitch something. No, I'm just like. Check out Massive Score on YouTube. I've been putting up a lot more videos lately. And and every time a video goes up, I lose some subscribers. And that's all that's happening. I'm very sad. Subscribe to my YouTube channel. Massive Score. Thank you. I just unsubscribe. No! No! I'm going to go subscribe right now, and then I'm going to unsubscribe tomorrow. Good night, guys. I hope you like California with your great weather. (laughs) Oh, take that. (laughs) Take Take that. that. Oh, man. It's weird. This is a really fun episode. It was. Bye, guys.